Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hello? Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I wouldn't go out of my way to kill it, but like, you know, a little tiny goldfish in a bowl, they don't live long, right? Oh, I see. You're I'd saying... feed it every day. I would do what you need okay. to do, and that, okay. that would be the end of That's it. When it dies, right. it dies. That's right, Yvonne Drago. I agree with you. <laughs> That's right. If, if he, he dies, dies, he dies. Right. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, Got man. A big program today. Yeah. Bone's going to teach us things with yeah. Bone of Education, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Would you rather, in the 5 o'clock hour, send in your would you rather tweets? At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Also today, uh, the Queen will be stopping by. Mm. She's going to update us on her favorite soccer star. Oh, the English Buddy. Premier League starts up this weekend, Bone. I know. I'm excited about it. New season, and uh, she has a favorite team, a team that is back in top flight English soccer for the first time in 23 years. Yeah. The team is called Nottingham Forest. Yep. It's where Robin Hood lives. That's right. It, it, that's what it's based yes, off of. Yeah, that, right. that's right. That and area. so they're back, and she's a big fan, and uh, Nottingham Forest in the running for a big-time European player. She loves this player, so the Queen will stop by, and then after the Queen's appearance, we will all be fired. I, I think we will. Uh, so. By the way, if you are someone who is trying to get into soccer, give me a moment to just put this out there. Brandon Beam and I do a soccer podcast called Bone and Beam United every week. This week, now he's gone, but we recorded this last week. We made a primer for the English Premier League that we put out there. You can go find it wherever you get podcasts. Just search Bone and Beam United. It's all brought to you by Zaftig Italian Village. They're great. But the thing I wanted to let you know is we did not make this for the soccer snobs. We made this for people who say, you know what? That sounds fun, but I don't know where to start with it. Like, that's how I am with Star Trek. I brought this up before. Star Trek seems right up my alley. It's sci-fi. It's space wars. Great. I'm all in on that. I don't know where to start with it. I need someone to guide me. That's what Beam and I did with this. So if you don't know anything about English soccer, but you've thought maybe this is the year I give that a whirl. Starts up this weekend. Maybe the Queen will pique your interest. Bone and Beam United, this week's episode. It's an English Premier League primer for people who just have never followed any of that stuff. Well, you know, Marco, who runs programming here at the fan, he is a huge Star Trek nerd. I know. I should huge. just ask him. He to speaks Klingon. through it. Does he really? Yes. Dude. And he, I, he'll, he won't admit to it, but I've heard him speak it before. If I'm lying, I'm dying. This is a real thing. Our radio station I used to work at did when I worked at the Christian music station. They had someone who had translated the good book. Into Klingon? All the way into Klingon. Mm. The whole thing. And they would have this guy on because they like the people who did the morning show were big Star Trek nerds. They would have this guy on and then he would like 
read them passages in Klingon. I don't know what purpose that served other than to say, wow, someone did this, but... I'm guessing that guy wasn't... uh, He didn't touch a lot of boobies. No, for many reasons. Yeah. Religious and otherwise. Well, that's what he tells himself. All I'm letting you know is... People today will look at them like, ah, TikTok, people have too much time on their hands. They need a job. It's like, well, they always had too much time on their hands. Like this guy, this was 20 years ago. That's what they did did 20 years ago. Now they're just TikToking. Right. I guess you're right. Maybe we won't get more of these. We won't get someone who will translate the entire Bible into Elvish or something, right? Like from Lord of the Rings. We'll, We'll get it. Trust me. It's probably already happened now that I say that, actually. It's probably happened. So the Queen will drop by in the four o'clock hour to discuss her new favorite soccer player. Today was the first day of Ohio State fall football camp. It's here, kids. Oh, we're, we're in it. Ryan Day speaking to the media today. We have some clips. Clips? From Ryan Day. Would you like to hear them? Please say yes. Of course I would. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about where the focus should be now. If we can play complimentary football this year, then uh, that gives us a chance to win um, You know, in the first game. And that's all we're going to really focus on right now. It's very, very easy to start getting ahead of ourselves. But in order to reach our goals, uh, we've got to take care of business early on. And really, you can't start accomplishing those goals until November. So we got to focus on just getting better every day. And sh- Boy, that's, that's cliche. I get it. But you have to. And there's a reason why it's cliche, because you have to do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think our defense has more experience coming to this year. Uh, I really like what we're doing schematically. So, um, the, you know, the expectation, I think, you know, someone said, well, um, you know, why would you say it's a, it has to be a top 10 defense? I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just saying that's the expectation. It's the expectation on offense. It's Ohio State. You know, we should be a top 10 special teams. Um, we want to be, you know, the best in the country what we do. Then we, we should be held accountable to that. And that's that's the goal. And that's what we're working to make sure happens. And if we do have a... Uh, top 10 offense, top 10 defense, top 10 special teams, that'll give us a chance to reach our goals. Look, I know that, uh, you know, Ryan Day's not new to this. He's been coach at Ohio State for a while now. But he knows just what to say to scratch my itch. I'll tell you what. Sure. You know, he doesn't shy away from expectations, and that's exactly what I want to hear. Where he said, look, I'm not saying it has to be a top 10 defense, but if we didn't think that in this building, then what the hell are we doing? We think everything we do at Ohio State should be the best in the country. We think we should be winning the Big Ten and playing for a national championship every single year. There's not, well, we're looking forward to Notre Dame, and then after that, who the hell are they playing week two? I even for, I forget. Who's uh, on the schedule week two? Is that Arkansas State? I don't know. I and then we'll look forward to Arkansas State. There's none of that BS. He knows what the goal is. He knows he fell short of those goals last year, and he's not going to do that again. Yeah, I think at places like Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, you know, Texas A&M, there's, you know, there's probably a dozen schools or so where the coaches can actually be honest and say what they really think, which is, we think we can be the best team in the country. And I know not all those schools can be, but at least it may be a dozen or so schools every year. That's a semi-realistic to very realistic expectation to be top 10 in all these categories, have the best offense or the best defense, have a really good quarterback who can contend for a Heisman Trophy and go out and try to win a national championship. But make no mistake, like there's probably 60 or 70 schools that the coaches are deluding themselves into thinking, well, you know, if we did this and this and this, maybe we could shock some people and actually be just as good as some of those other schools. Now, they're not going to say that publicly because they know that's ridiculous but they feel it deep down it may be more coaches than that that feel it deep down they they believe in it because why else are they doing this i mean i know you get a big paycheck for it but they they a lot of these guys have made the big paychecks and they could retire and not have to get their brains kicked in 10 times a year 
they do this because they really think they can make an impact with that team and they can do something. Maybe not win a national championship, but be better. Ryan Day is allowed to actually speak the quiet parts in his head out loud when it comes to just how great he thinks his team could be. Well, Pat Narduzzi speaks those quiet parts, and we all laugh at him. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> but Ryan Day, these Ryan... things can actually happen for him. If Ryan Day said, I could go coach in the Big 12, and we'd mop up, he's right. He could go in the SEC and be as good as any coach there, he's right. Pat Narduzzi saying that is hard to believe. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about recruiting. Staying on top of NIL. Yeah, well, it's every day right now. Why is that on the phone? Was huh? this was this on Morning Juice earlier today? Oh. We should probably separate these cuts. That's good. Because they all say the same thing. That's anyway, good. this is Ryan Day on Morning Juice today talking about what I just said he was going to talk about. Yeah, well, it's every day right now. It's every day. I mean, it's just everything with NIL right now is just kind of ramped up um, recruiting. You know, it's just every single day, you know, almost... Um, you know, it's almost every hour, you know, things change. And so, um, you know, we just have to continue to build relationships because that's what this is all about. And the great thing is when you look at the numbers and we've talked to a lot of people, you know, our guys are doing great here uh, on campus. Um, some of our players are um, really doing well. And as a team, uh, our local market has really supported better than anybody else in the country. And it's actually not close uh, compared to what we've been, we've been told. So that's exciting, and we're just continually talking about that about recruits. The, the, the uh, first game will be a huge recruiting weekend. What a great environment that's going to be, and so uh, Columbus will be you know, on display in Ohio State, in Ohio Stadium, um, so that'll be fun. So we'll just kind of hammer it every day, but we're also in preseason camp. So, But that's, that's part of um, the landscape right now at college football, and we're battling every day. That was actually Bobby Carpenter whipping Mark the Shark. Oh, is that what was that's going what on? That's what that bull whip Okay, was. good to know. Yeah, that's that's fine. I what Ryan Day says. We think we're gonna. We have a lot of things to do. We have to recruit and we have to coach these guys up. Yeah, got we, and we got to make sure they get paid lots of money. Well, but we're doing that. Right. That's what he said. Better than yeah. anybody else. We're doing it. That's good. I'm helping with that. I'm sending out the big bags of cash. Well, you were doing that before it was legal. I though. know. Do you feel less enticed to do it now that it's like it's the sexiness worn off for you where it's not a dirty thing to do anymore? Now you're just out there being like a normal businessman. Yeah, a little bit. I bet. Take some of the kinkiness out of it. I got it. Yeah. All right. I'm done with that for now. More from Ryan Day coming up later on in the program. The crew lost last night to Montreal. I don't want I don't. This is a very frustrating team team to watch. Well, I want to get your take on it because I watched the game last night and, you know, in that first half, it looked like they were going to run away with things. You know, they had a a couple close chances. You thought maybe it would be a two-goal lead going into the half. Then the second half happens, you get the lightning delay, that sort of ruins things, but they weren't really even competitive in that second half. No, and this has been a problem for the crew under Caleb Porter. This is a thing that is frustrating. This is a, it's an entirely predictable thing that a lot of crew fans I saw last night on Twitter were saying this before it happened because the crew were playing Montreal. Montreal has Kai Kamara on their roster, played for the crew, and he's, he's one of these guys who's been around forever. He should not be as good as he still is. He's very old by you know soccer standards. And yet everybody I watched was saying, after like five minutes of watching that second half, to your point, everybody that I saw was sharing the same sentiment of, we're going to give up the tying goal, probably in the 80th minute or after, to Kai Kamara, because Porter is just going to park the bus, which is soccer talk for play, prevent, defense, more or less. Not try to do anything offensively. Just going to let them have the ball a bunch and just pack it in and hope no one can break through our defense. That puts your defense under a lot of stress and strain. 
And then sadly, it exactly what was predicted happened. They broke. They broke right at that point, about 80, 85th minute well, or so. I want to get your take on this, though, because maybe I'm exaggerating because I just saw it last night, and so it's fresh in my mind, but it seems like the crew lead the world in giving up these heartbreaking late goals. Oh, they, they're awful at it. They have given up. I, I want to say it's over like 20%, 15 or 20% of their goals they've given up this year have been like after the 75th minute or some crazy number like that. Anyway, here's what I know. It is on Porter. Caleb Porter puts his players in bad positions in one nothing games, at home especially, and I don't know why they can't hold a one nothing lead, but Caleb Porter should know better than that and coach them to a place where they don't have to do that. He should have his guys out just playing their game. But it's also on the players to have the leadership to, after you give up the tying goal late in the game, not give up the second yeah, one where totally you just crap it away, lose where you the get whole nothing. game. They could have still got a point out of that, as bad and dumb as that would have been. A point at home is better than nothing, and you're in a playoff battle with Montreal. So it's an abject failure all around. Porter has, I, I've said he has had this problem for a long time. I've been yelled at by people who just want to believe Caleb Porter is the greatest coach in the world. I, he's a fine coach. He has a shelf life. He has everywhere he's ever coached. You can go look up his track record. He does well the first few years diminishing results after that's what we're experiencing right now and i don't know how you change that other than moving on from him but the players have to do better too it's not just one problem ohio state is trolling me i'll tell you why coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan on some backups in that area. And traffic is delayed on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they get more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm the NRA with Van Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Ohio State is trolling me. Why are they trolling you? Uh, OhioStateBuckeyes.com. You know, they're doing like a countdown to the season. They're also celebrating 100 years of the shoe. Mm. which we all should look back and have fond memories, right? Yeah, I'm all course. about that. So uh, yesterday they shared a fond memory. On this date, 1990, Ohio State put back natural grass mm-hmm. in the shoe. I want to say it left in 69 or 70, uh, 20 years of the the old artificial turf, the hard that stuff. Was the, oof. Which yes. I don't, if you've ever been on that before, I have no idea how you played sports. I have no, especially contact sports. Brutal. The only thing, I mean, because I've walked on those surfaces a few times when I was a kid, because we used to play baseball games at Cooper Stadium, the old Clippers ballpark, when it had 
really like the bad AstroTurf in it. I mean, it it was not good. And I, what that felt like to me as a kid was like walking in an office that has that, what's the carpet that's like just completely flat. There's no cushion to it. It's just laid over basically cement. That's what it felt like to run on that. I cannot imagine the guys who like, you see old highlights in the 60s and 70s and 80s of guys diving Light, for, laying out for fly stuff. balls no, no, or, no. or in a football game trying to lay out and make a catch. I don't know how players did that. When, when you're awful. a kid, you don't realize what that stuff feels like. And then the first time you walk on it, you're like, oh my, I can't believe anyone's alive. Yeah. Who's played Honestly. on this thing? Yeah. Anyway, go, you'd be just go to your office if you work in one and just jump on the there's flat out. Take a flying leap and land on your belly and see how that works out. For they you. had 20 years of that crap over there. Then they put grass back in and that lasted until when? When was the last time they had grass in there? Well, whenever they I want to say it was around when they renovated the stadium. Seven. Yeah, well, they renovated in 2001 or 2002. Yeah, somewhere but they still there. had they had grass and in they there. kept the grass for a while. But then they claimed because it was so low, it didn't get enough sunlight or some BS like that, that it. It was not growing well enough. Look, so maybe that, to, was, maybe that was the case, all right? But you make a lot of money over at Ohio State. There are tons of products out there. Cruise Stadium, not Cruise Stadium, but Lower.com Field has the same water table problem that Ohio Stadium does. Yeah, they're right on the river, too. Their drainage is state-of-the-art. Mm-hmm. They have these grow lamps that you can, if, you don't, if you're not getting enough sunlight, there's a tool for that. You've got an agriculture department over at Ohio State that I'm sure is game for the challenge. I don't know why. And by the way, every study that comes out says playing on natural grass is safer than even oh. even the current astroturf or artificial turf that they have. The only people who dispute that are and I don't blame I don't blame them to some degree. The people who run like high school sports and are looking at their fields saying we can't afford a grounds crew. And I understand and, that for yeah, high school that's, sports. That's different, right? But college sports, especially at the level Ohio State plays at, you, you can afford anything you need to compete with any pro stadium no, no, as far no, that, that's, as their turf and all that. It's, you talk about Ohio Stadium can't host a playoff game because the we can't winterize the plumbing and we can't grow grass. And yet we're still having a conversation about how the new television deal is going to bring in over $100 million a year for each school. Right. And now I understand also this, right? You want to have nice facilities for everyone, not just the football team. Got it. So they do have like a really nice tennis facility now. They have, you know, a softball stadium. They have a nice baseball stadium. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we've updated the practice facilities for the basketball teams too. That's awesome. There's no reason why you couldn't have year. I mean, 10 years ago, you could have said, all right, well, in 10 years, we want to have enough room in the budget to now have the state of the art turf put in and have a program for that and make sure that's happening. They, it, where there's a will, there's a way at Ohio State. If they wanted to do this, they could. The idea that it's impossible to do no, that's a lie. has completely left, that's flown the coop. You cannot say that anymore. So I was reading this. They put it on their website. Just made me more angry that there's not grass over there. I'm going to work to get it done. Man, I'm Brought telling back you. the bagel sandwiches. This is my next thing to do. We've got, we've got some work to do on that regard. But you know what? We, can, we have loud voices. We will make them heard. The natural grass at Ohio Stadium, to me, going back and watching some of the the highlights from the Notre Dame game, right? They've been showing those. Yeah. The, the first one that they had in like 50 years, 
the one that was that 95, 96, somewhere, the first one that they had here, then they went to South Bend the next year. That game, seeing the players just sprinting down a pristine grass field, chunks of turf flying up, guys getting stuff stuck in their helmets, and that was on a beautiful early fall day, late summer day, however you want to phrase that, right? Early September, like the one we're about to have. And that was that was beautiful. Terry Glenn was not slowed down at all by that natural grass. He was flying that day. You did not have any problems with this Buckeye football team being able to outrun everybody else. I want to see natural grass again, too. I I watched some of these old highlights. and Look, man, this is Ohio State college sports. They should be embracing this. They should be embracing the warm and fuzzies in the history of this game because that's why guys like me stick around. Yeah. Right. There's a certain atmosphere to a to a college game that a pro game just can't replicate. And I was watching some Katz and Moyer highlights the other day. Oh yeah. Because I just I, everything about it, man. Just the way he would lay into you. Andy Katz and Moyer was a force of nature. I mean, he had the younger guys calls every week now. Younger I mean, fans may not recognize. No, that I mean, it's just it, everything but, about oof. his pads weighed 19 million pounds. <laughs> he would just spear his body at you and. You know, he'd hit you so hard and his helmet would go into the grass and he'd get back up and be that piece of turf, grass stains on the uniform. And he would almost, I mean, I know his nickname was literally Big Cat, but like he would paw at his forehead to knock that grass out like a cat does sometimes. Like it was uncanny, the resemblance when he would do that. And look, I enjoy watching Ohio State football now, but I miss those little things. You know, I think we... We sort of toss them away now and say, well, it doesn't matter. You know, look, hey, people are TV money's better than ever and all this other stuff. And that's fine. But those little nuggets that are there for the longtime fans, I mean, that's what you remember. Well, at least what right. I, that's what I remember. Here's here's what I know. It doesn't mean I can't watch the games. Clearly, I watch them all. I'm looking forward to watching all of them this year. We're talking about how could you have the best visual product we could look at? And the answer is, you could have natural grass. On top of that, what I actually get more frustrated with is the attitude or the answers you get from Ohio State where they're like, that's just not possible to do. Of course it's possible. Like the, the idea that Ohio State looks at a problem and says, no, that's just not something we can hit. We can't get to that. When other, like right down, like we said, I mean, the crew are right there by the river. The the Clippers Stadium, Huntington Park, is not that far off the water table either. By the way, they managed to have natural grass. It looks great. Like I don't in I northern don't understand England, that. Northern England. All right, in the fall and winter time, they have like six hours of daylight a day. Yes, six hours. You'll of, never see an English soccer stadium with artificial. No, turf. six hours of daylight a day and. The weather's not conducive to growing grass, and they will grow the greenest, most wonderful grass because they have the tools, and they've invested in the tools to make it happen. You know what? Speaking of that, I was at Lower.com Field. They have this thing called Project Jukebox, which is cool. I think they're doing one tonight. It's for any of the fans who want to come out and like learn the chants. You can walk in for free, and I believe if you're of age, they even have beer available, so that's fun. And you can like sing with the Nordeka and learn some of the cheers they're going to do this weekend. But I was there one day when it was pouring rain and on the field while, you know, people are in the stands because it's covered. So we weren't getting wet, but the field is getting soaked. And you know what they had out there? The grow lamps there. They were growing the grass with sunlight while it is pouring rain like a foot over. 
That is how great this technology is where the field's not getting flooded. They're still out there making the grass green while it's raining. That's It's mind-boggling the technology we have now. And Ohio State say we can't do it. That's just because you don't want to. The latest on Deshaun Watson suspension coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the ramp from eastbound I-70 to 71 southbound. Please be very careful in this area as traffic begins to build. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. DQ presents Picture This. Picture the burger of your dreams on the new DQ Signature Stack Burgers menu. Five premium burgers like the Flamethrower Signature Stack Burger and Loaded A1 Signature Stack Burger. But it's not a dream. The DQ Signature Stack Burgers lineup. Try today. DQ Happy Taste Good. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Thursday. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes saw that Brittany Griner has been sentenced to nine years in Russian prison for what they call drug smuggling. They're getting her out of that, right? Well, I mean, that's the plan, but so far nothing has happened. Let me tell you right now, and I know we haven't talked about this much on the show, but that's kind of, that's kind of the issue, right? Like there's no way we would like imagine any NFL player you can think of was over there in this same situation. We would all be saying this is the most ridiculous thing ever and how how like the whole sports world would have shut down to get that player back over here. Brittany Griner is a legit star in the WNBA. She's over there. Not like people initially when this story came out, like what's she doing in Russia? Um, she's playing over there because in the WNBA, she doesn't get paid enough to want to like not go play overseas in times where she's not playing in the WNBA. Almost every star in the WNBA plays in Europe somewhere during their offseason. She was doing that and apparently was just trying to leave when the war stuff started to get out of town. And she happened to have some stuff on her at the time, which, again, I'm sure name your professional athlete. You're going to find a lot of people who have what she had on her. Was it like vape? It, like was, some, uh, it, was, it was CBD oil. Oh, I CBD think. oil. Like you can get at the gas station. But <laughs> Right, yeah, like it's just, you know, you know I mean? R- like, Russia has different laws. Oh, and by the way, they're a very corrupt country. Well, Breaking that's, news. that's what I'm saying, right? Like, we should all be outraged whether you are a big fan of the WNBA or not, whether you watch Brittany Griner's career or not. Like the fact that an American citizen went over there and has been detained, and now they want to throw her in prison for nine years. Please get her out of there. Let's go. Maybe this if it is, was Deshaun Watson, they leave him over there. Well, right. Deshaun Watson actually did something worthy of possibly being in prison for nine years for. Not this. CBD oil? I was just going to get some massages in Russia, as we all do. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Well, that's unfortunately a whole other kettle, kettle of worms right there. But yeah, hopefully they can get her out of there and bring her back. Let's go. Uh, Deshaun Watson. The NFL is appealing the six-game suspension. Florio actually had some insight to share today, and I'm vomiting while I say that because I hate Florio, but he had some interesting nuggets today. Oh, yeah. He occasionally makes well, a good shut point. Up. I don't want to look. I just said it myself. I don't need you to. I don't need to hear it from you too. Doesn't mean you have to like him. I don't like him. I hate him. Good. And I find most of his analysis pompous, self-serving, and redundant. However. He had some interesting nuggets today. All right. All right. Lay them lay on me. So I had posed the question because, you know, we saw Tom Brady suspended by the NFL, yet he was allowed to play because there was a federal lawsuit that was still pending. We saw this with Ezekiel Elliott, where he was suspended by right. the league, but he was allowed to play because the federal lawsuit was still pending. And I'd asked the question, if Deshaun Watson's people and the Players Association sue the NFL in federal court for appealing this, would Deshaun Watson be able to play at the start of the season when this appeals process or the lawsuit was still taking place? Here's what Florio had to say on that. Unless the NFLPA files by Thursday, today, an appeal of the six-game suspension, the six games become a given. The question becomes whether Watson will be able to play as of week seven at Baltimore. Neither the Brady nor Elliott cases included the wrinkle that Watson presents with the player not fighting an existing suspension, but objecting to something longer than that. Second, a court order allowing a player to play while litigation proceeds is not easy to get. The judge looks at various factors, including the likelihood that that player will prevail on the merits of his case. If the NFL files the first lawsuit, the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York before the NFLPA sues in a forum that would be more inclined to be favorable to Watson, the controlling precedent will bolster the argument that Watson is likely to lose his case. So he's saying they were already ready to accept a suspension, yes. which they did. Yes. So there's really no way that he'd, he'd be able to play while appealing because they've already accepted him and the Players Association, this six-game suspension. Yeah, if you go to a judge and say, well, now he should be allowed to play until this sorts itself out, they're like, well, okay, maybe after week seven we can look yeah, at that. Yeah, Tom Brady and Zeke were saying when they were suspended, we shouldn't, be suspended, we at shouldn't all. be suspended at all. No. We did nothing wrong. We shouldn't be suspended. He's acknowledging, well, he's not acknowledging he did something wrong. I guess he's acknowledging that he put himself in bad situations. He's acknowledging that he wants this to be over with. And the way to do that was to accept, he thought, the NFL's six-game suspension. Now, the other part of that that you brought up with Florio saying likelihood of, of the case to proceed and prevail in the appeals court, right? That's where the injunction would come in, where the judge says, well, I think you've got a really good shot of winning your case, so I will not, I will allow you to play until we get this sorted out. That's interesting, too, because what Florio, I think, is actually saying is the thing I've been saying without my vast legal degrees that he apparently has. Um, but if you read the CBA and you look at what the NFL said yesterday, I know it's mind boggling to think this. And I agree that it is the dumbest thing I may have ever heard from a CBA that a players association agreed to. But the fact is. Roger Goodell yesterday, that statement they put out, he said, hi, I'm Roger Goodell from the NFL. I'm following NFL rules to the letter, and I'm going to appeal this to myself. And before you say, well, that's stupid. How can he do that? Why? That Roger Goodell is just coming in. Because the players and allowed him to He's do it. He's literally following the rules that the Players Association and DeMarie Smith agreed to 
when they negotiated this. That's mind-boggling. And you'll hear the players come out and say, we got to put a stop to this. Well, you could have put a stop to right. it. Right. And you didn't. No, we t- we said at the time, remember, that we we were flabbergasted. That they rolled over so when, quickly? When, the, when the, all this came down, we said, listen, this time the NFL and the Players Association, you may see them actually miss some games. Because the Players Association is talking left and right about how they need to change the way this works with the owners. And then all of a sudden, out of like nowhere, in August, months before the deal was even set to be done, they were like, oh yeah, by the way, we worked a deal out. It's all good. They were throwing poisonous darts at the league for six years. Yeah. Six years. I'd never seen venom like that. I All the tea leaves were, we're in store for a long work stoppage because the players are finally going to change some of this language. And then you're right. Out of nowhere, oh, we're settled. Look, let me they, get, they paid us some more money. We're set. I'll use a current example currently going on in court. Scumbag Alex Jones is currently in the this determining factor, the final stage of his lawsuit. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you a lizard shapeshifter? <laughs> right. He got sued by the parents at Sandy Hook who all had their, sadly, their kids were killed. He lied about them. They sued him and won for whatever it was, libel, defamation, whatever it is. Now they're working out how much money he's going to owe. In lots. This, breaking lots, news. Yes. Lots. In this trial, multiple times, the... You know, the attorneys for the families of these victims, they're going to him while he's on the stand under oath and saying, you know, you can plead the fifth, right? Like, you don't have to answer any. You don't have to lie. You don't you know what perjury is. You know, you can plead the fifth. And he goes, and then he implicates himself again. Like people looking at this from a legal standpoint have been saying he can just plead the fifth and he doesn't expose himself to further criminal charges. But he somehow isn't doing that. That's that's not the judge. If if he does get some criminal charges thrown on him for that, is that the fault of the judge or the attorneys or anybody? No, it's his fault for not invoking his Fifth Amendment rights. Same thing here to some degree with the players, where you're saying it is ridiculous that Roger Goodell can just look at an independent ruling and say, I don't like it. My turn. That is ridiculous. They who's, allowed it. Whose fault is That's, it? I know you're right. The whole thing is right there when they went to negotiate the CBA. So if you're mad about that, and rightfully so, I get it. Whether you're a Browns fan who wants to see Deshaun Watson on the field quicker, or whether you just think this all makes no sense, that you can have an independent process thrown out the window by one party, and then he just does what he wants. It is ridiculous. And you should blame the Players Association for not saying, absolutely not a non-starter. We will miss games over this. It has to be 100% an independent arbiter that settles these cases going forward. If not, Roger Goodell, we don't play football. They didn't do that. Now we're here. Football coaches are stupid. I'll prove it again coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns. A disabled vehicle on the ramp from eastbound I-70 to 71 southbound. Please be careful as traffic continues to build in this area. You'll also find delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. About a five-minute backup over there. Scoping report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessit are reminding you to never text while driving. No text messages worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, 
I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Hey, check out the podcast. It's wherever you get your audio. Apple, Google, Spotify. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click, subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. We put little podcast exclusives on there. You can only get it in the feed. And if you enjoy the show, give us a nice five-star review if your chosen platform allows. Uh, Football coaches are stupid. You know, they want to let you think that they're geniuses and they see things that you don't see. Here's another example of how they're wrong and dumb. Robert Sala is the head coach of the New York Jets. By the way, he's 37 years old. And I say that only because I I read something today that said, what was it, Teddy? Was it, there are 12 coaches in the National Football League that are younger than Tom Brady? Something like that, yeah. That's it's a, a ridiculous that's amount. incredible. Yeah. Well, we, we've been talking about Sean McVay for how long? Yeah, that's Sean right. Sean McVay's been the head coach for a while. He's only 36. I know. He's still only 36. We can't, we can't talk about boy geniuses all the time where like they hire all these coaches... Is it Mike McDaniel, who's the new coach down at uh, yeah, in Miami? In Miami. Yeah, he's like 10 years old. Right. I mean, like, of course, if you hire a bunch of guys who are, you know, sub 35, yeah, when you have a quarterback who's 45 years old, there's going to be a lot of them now that are way younger than him. And that is weird, but it also, I guess it's just the way the NFL is going at this point. Anyway, Robert Sala was talking about Joe Flacco, who is there with the Jets still in a backup capacity. And he is saying how he should be a starter in this league. He should be, in my opinion. He could start in this league. I believe that. Sometimes this league has a tendency to pigeonhole people or put labels on people. And then their opportunities kind of get limited. But Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback in this league. He's really, really talented. He's not you're dumb. I can't believe we're having this conversation. I can't believe we're wasting oxygen talking about Joe Flacco being a starting quarterback in the National Football League. First of all, he's 37 years old. Second of all, even in his prime, his youthful prime, Joe Flacco was a guy. Joe Flacco was a guy who got lucky with a couple good postseason throws and a defensive back that forgot how to jump and a defense that was very good. He got paid. He got his ring. But let's not talk about Joe Flacco like it's something. he's something he's not. He was a mediocre quarterback at best in his prime. I'll give you some stats to back up my... Th- I can't believe I'm doing this Why are on the show this? today. I don't know. I hate myself for even discussing it. No, 90. Let's look at the quarterback rating of 90. Okay. Which is nothing in this league. Tua had a quarterback rating above 90 last year. Jared Goff had a quarterback rating above 90 this year. More than half the starting quarterbacks in the National Football League were able to achieve that. When was the last time Joe Flacco had a quarterback rating above 90? Eight years ago. He's been in the league for 14 years. He's only done it twice. 
Yeah, that's not good. He's crap. He's always been crap. Telling you, man, Anquan Bolden, those years, like when he was when he was holding it down with him in Baltimore, it He should have given Anquan Bolden half his check. No, right? He made so many great plays where otherwise that ball is flying out of bounds, not even getting touched by anyone. He was he was unreal playing with Joe Flacco. But to your point, I am gonna guess I don't know why I'm not even trying to justify what Robert Salas said. What I'm saying is sometimes people have different conversations when they should be having, they're having the wrong conversation in the wrong context. I guess what I'm saying, Robert Sala, if you asked him, is Joe Flacco one of the most talented humans in the world at throwing a football? Yes. The answer is yes. There's only a few hundred people in the world at any given time who are going to be as good as what Joe Flacco is right now. That still doesn't mean he's anywhere close to a good NFL quarterback because there's only about 12 or 15 of those. You know, really good quarterback. Then you have guys who can start and who are okay. There's another 20 of those maybe. Like they can kind of start, kind of be a backup. And then you have guys who are now just settled into career backup roles. That's Joe Flacco. So at best, he's maybe like top 50. So yeah, if you take out his 8 billion people, being one of 50 or 60 people that can play as good as that, sure, yeah, he's really I'm good. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be a backup quarterback in this league. He probably right. does help you in the quarterback room. He's been around. He's like a coach on the field. I get that. But you're you're insulting people's intelligence, Robert Sala, when you said he could start in this league. Well, yeah, he could start for a team that's trying to get a draft pick. You could start for a team that's trying to go 0-16. They could, I could start for that. That doesn't mean anything. They don't care how good the quarterback is. No team that's seriously trying to contend would look at Joe Flacco and say, you know what? He gives us a chance to win. Let's start him. No one's saying that. So I seriously trying to contend. There's no team that's seriously trying to be bad. Well, that right. Even that's the, what even I mean. The Falcons, they're starting Marcus Mariota. They'd look at Joe Flacco and say, well, we're going to be bad. We're going to be that bad. Come right. on. We got to have some passes that can cross the line of scrimmage every now and then. Like this, no, man, he's he's I, I'm sure that he's great in practice as far as helping out with drills and leading teammates and all that stuff. This idea that he's a starter, I that that makes no sense. It's absolutely ridiculous. And of course, it comes from a coach who's like, no, 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 not here because we we already have our guy, even though they don't necessarily know if they have their guy right. They have a young quarterback who's unproven. Yeah. So maybe Zach Wilson will be the guy, and I know that's their plan, but now he has the luxury of saying things like, well, gosh, if it wasn't for him, man, I'd love to have Joe Flacco as a star. Oh, okay, great, but you're not. You you are not doing that because you know in reality that's not a good idea. Steelers are looking for a quarterback. Mitch Trubisky is apparently not winning any fans at Steelers camp. He's getting all the first-team reps. According to Mark Cabloy from The Athletic, he has struggled during a seven-shots drill, which has the offense trying to score on the defense from the two-yard line. Uh, he reported yesterday that Trubisky went three for four on the first day the Steelers ran the drill, which is good, but missed on 12 consecutive reps entering yesterday. Mm. And then yesterday, he again struggled, failing to score on any of his four reps to extend his streak to 16 consecutive non-scoring plays. Entering Wednesday, Trubisky had gone three for 20 in the drill during camp. Now, I just spent a lot of time talking about a guy who's not good at quarterback and saying, we all know this. And then I'm going to make excuses for Mitch Trubisky, it'll sound like. it. Could it be, Mike, that I don't know. Mitch Trubisky may also suck and just be bad. And probably that's the case. But 
Could it also be that sometimes, like, the reason we don't always watch practice all the time is because we wouldn't like what we see? I mean, I assume everybody has bad moments or bad stretches in practice. Would it be great if he walked in and it was just nails? Yes, of course it would be. But he's also not the best quarterback in the league. The, so. Steelers, the Steelers people are saying, and I understand what you're saying, he's also not 37 like Joe Flacco, and we haven't seen no, a body no, of work no. from him. But the Steelers people who are concerned are saying, well, you're saying how this is an open competition. And you give us some lip service about how Mason Rudolph can win this job or Kenny Pickett can win this job, yet Mitch Trubisky's getting all the first-team reps. Yeah, If he continues to struggle in drills like this, then wouldn't it make sense to split up those first-team reps? And I, and I agree with that. I'm just saying the idea of... Like, there was literally a guy, the first throw he made, someone was like, put in Kenny Pickett. And it's like, well, right. I, You can't let the fans dictate that. And that's part of what makes training camp fun is... Fans get to see behind the scenes a little bit, but it can also lead to bad narratives forming where people start saying, oh, that guy sucks. And it's like, well, you watched him two days. You know, he he may not be great right now because he's learning this offense and working out some things. We'll see. Maybe he will still suck in the season, but you're right. Maybe they should split up the reps, too. Bone of Education, up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing delays on 5th Avenue at North High Street. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful in this area. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 southbound between 17th Avenue and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Boast, and Kellogg's. Fall back into fashion with the huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather... Coming up at 534, send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. I just saw this tweet from Schefter. Okay. NFL teams were just notified that former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey is Commissioner Goodell's designee to hear the appeal of the Deshaun Watson case. He served as the Attorney General of New Jersey, is now a partner at some firm in New York. He's also served as a federal federal prosecutor. He has a deep expertise in criminal law, including domestic violence and sexual assault. So he will be hearing the appeal. Now, there will be no real hearing here. There will be no new testimony. This guy, Peter C. Harvey, will just get all of the documents and the testimony from the first disciplinary hearing that Sue Robinson ruled on, and he will make a decision based on all of that information that's already been gathered. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting because I'm not exactly sure I understand what the purpose is of just going and finding someone else to do the same thing that Sue Robinson did. I mean, yeah, 
the 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 cynical way to look at this is well this is Goodell's handpicked guy he's going to give whatever Roger Goodell wants maybe I mean this person does seem to have quite a bit of qualifications to do the same type of job right I mean Sue Robinson had yeah, a lot I mean, of qualifications so it, does this so does this guy I mean could it simply be and I'm not saying this is the right way to go about doing it I mean you had a process but could it be that you know Roger Goodell and NFL owners simply looked at this and said yeah well, that's great what she said we'd like a second opinion. Right, I that's fine and that's that is their their right to do it. Maybe could it be that he put this out there and in, in the NFL I should say put this out there and said, "All right, we're going to appeal this the way we're allowed to." And then they kind of put their finger up in the air to see, "All right, what does everybody think of this?" And if the overwhelming reaction was like, "Yeah, good job, Roger Goodell, go get this a-hole, like he sucks." Then maybe he's like, "Yeah, and I'm going to handle it," you know? But since there was a lot of mixed reaction to this where people are saying, "Well, I don't I don't support Deshaun Watson, but I also don't understand why you're handling this. Maybe that's led him to go down this path of saying, all right, fine, and here's the independent person. Well, both things can be true. That's going to do it again. I mean, we always talk about that, is that, you know, Deshaun Watson can be a sexual predator piece of crap that makes you very uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, that could be the case. And the process being a weird one can also be the case. It is. It's a very weird one. It's technically following the NFL's letter of the law, though, that the yeah, well, Players Association agreed to. All of it's too. all of it's stupid. I've, I'll tell you this, though. If I'm Sue Robinson, I am today, like, she is mother-effing Roger Goodell up and down. Oh, I, I'm, I would have quit if why, I were yeah, her. Like, why? Right. You've, you've done all this work. You, you even laid out in the case, like, I would love to suspend. She basically said, I would, I would prefer to sp- suspend this guy further. I think he deserves more punishment. I think he did the things he's accused of. That is in her ruling. It's right there in black and white. And then she said, but the NFL has rules. I have to abide by the rules because I'm technically working for the NFL. So I'm going to abide by the rules that are in place here. And then Roger Bale's like, yeah. Screw you, lady. You suck. Let's get another guy in here to look at it. And she's probably like, well, then you go to hell. Because I, I did all this work. I had I was handcuffed by the restrictions of what the law is by the NFL bylaws. I tried to do the absolute barest thing I could, and you just made me look like Roger Goodell said, hey, lady, we make our own laws here in the NFL. <laughs> I all guess right? so. I uh, guess so. I saw this today. Apparently, there was a volcano eruption on the Isle of Tonga. Oh, back in January. If I heard about this, I forgot about it. But it was a big, big eruption. And you actually did a bone of education about this. The year with no summer. Yeah. Yeah. Where in in years past, when when there's been these huge volcanic eruptions, if there's any impact on the Earth's climate, it cools the climate because so much ash and crap is going up in the atmosphere. And that sort of, you know... I don't know, washes away the sun. That's not the yeah, right way no, to go about it. Blocks it. Out, it. It blocks out UV radiation. And, right. and it has a cooling effect on the overall climate of the Earth for a couple years, which can lead to various changes well, in different places. Well, they're saying this volcano in Tonga is going to do the exact opposite of that. Apparently, it spewed out so much water vapor into the atmosphere, the equivalent of 58,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools okay. of water vapor. That sounds like a lot. Roughly 10% of the normal amount of vapor that's in the atmosphere. Oh, okay. That makes way more. Why did we use the swimming pool comparison? I don't know. Because that makes no sense. Anyway, they're saying there's so much water there, that's going to do the opposite. It's going to warm the planet. Make it like a greenhouse effect. For the next five to ten years. Oh, good. Until this dissipates. 
Well, that's what we needed. It was more warming. More warming. <laughs> well, you, I thought you would enjoy that because you're cold all the time. No, no, I do. I just... You can thank the Isle of Tonga. I'd like there to be some places for polar bears and penguins to, you know... Ah, hell with them. If exist. they can't adapt, they die. We always talk about that. That's, that's fair. It's the way of the world. Can't wait to go to our uh, nice little beachfront resort in Greenland. Sure, we get to go up whatever. There. We'll go to Nook. I mean, hey, man, we talk all the time. If if Stacy Elliott's Puma starts chomping on his leg, right? I don't feel sorry for Stacy Elliott. You got yourself in that position. Puma wins. So the in this case, volcano wins. Oh yeah, okay. Over polar bear. I yeah, see I'm just saying. saying polar bear dies because volcano erupts. What the hell are you going to do about it? Yeah, that's fair. I, I, if the polar bear was driving around in a Yukon, I might agree with All you. All right, more. well, that, that makes more sense. I would agree with you. And on the flip side that. of that, if we die <laughs> right, that's because different. the volcano We're erupts, doing that. Fine, I get that. Then it's our problem. And polar bears just sipping Coca-Cola is like, man, the world's going to hell. I can't even find an iceberg to sit on. Bone of education. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants. Because it's time for Bone of Education. All right, go ahead, Bone. All right, well, here's the thing. I'm going on vacation next week, and part of the plan is that we want to go to a national park. So the national park near where we're going, we're going to Seattle, is Mount Rainier. So it's on my mind. I thought, let me learn about Mount Rainier. And while I'm doing that, let's do a little Bone of Education at the same time. So... First of all, Mount Rainier is 14,411 feet at its peak. Uh, It is the highest mountain in Washington. It is the highest mountain in the Cascade Range, the most topographically prominent mountain in the contiguous United States. More on that in a second. Um, It is also an active volcano, which does give me a slight pause that we're going to go there and drive up the side of it. It's not going to erupt when you're there. No, but it is considered one of the most dangerous volcanoes in the world. I mean, it could erupt while you're there, but it's not not likely. Fingers crossed. Um, It is on the decade volcano list by all the people who monitor this stuff. They say that uh, the U.S. Geological Survey says about 80,000 people in their homes will be at risk if Mount Rainier's uh, top blows, more or less. I think that's just like people in the middle... Like, it would instantly be affected. Not, it would be much worse for everyone around the world for a couple years after that. Because, like you said, ash would go up in the sky and, yeah, it wouldn't be great. Uh, 439,460 people have climbed Mount Rainier between 1950 and 2018. And at least 2 million people visit Rainier, the national park there, every year. What's weird is, that sounds like a lot of people. It doesn't even make it in the top 10 busiest national parks in the U.S. The Great Smoky Mountains National Park, by comparison, in Tennessee, gets 11.4 million visitors a year. Now, this mountain is called Mount Rainier, but it was originally called Tahoma or Tacoma, and that is from the Salesian speakers of the native people who lived there. Uh, that was apparently translated into Mother of All Waters. So, this is also one of the highest concentrations of glaciers anywhere in North America because the heat from inside the mountain, again, active volcano, there's snow on top of the mountain. It gets routinely melted and frozen and melted and frozen by the underneath heat and the outside cooling of the atmosphere in which it exists. So you have a bunch of glaciers. They melt into a bunch of rivers. They create a bunch of rivers that are fed by this mountain and by the waters that freeze there. The current name of Rainier was given by George Vancouver, so I'm guessing that's who was responsible for all that up there. Uh, He named it in honor of his friend, Rear Admiral Peter Rainier. So 
Thankfully, he didn't call it Mount Rear Admiral, but whatever. Uh, Mount Rainier has a topographic prominence. This is what I was talking about earlier. 13,210 feet. So it's 14,000 feet tall, but topographical prominence means when you look at it from like the ground around where very, the mountain very is. Very wide, right? Well, not just that. Girthy. Girthy, but also it goes up much more steeply than most mountains do. For example, K2 does not have the same topographical prominence as Mount Rainier. You start higher, like K2 is the second highest mountain in the world, but you start at a much higher elevation. At Rainier, you're starting at like a thousand feet of elevation, which is roughly what we are here in Ohio. And then it goes up to 14,000 feet. So you gain 13,000 feet around the mountain. Other mountains like Mount Everest, to even get to the foot of Mount Everest, you have to go up like 20,000 feet. So that's the point is... It looks much bigger than most mountains from a distance because it sticks up a lot higher from the general landscape. Now, here are some interesting little factoids about Mount Rainier, some things I did not know and found interesting. Ice worms live in the glaciers of Mount Rainier. This is real. There are worms that are born. They they then grow into a worm. They then have sex with other worms. In the ice. They eat, and they stay on the ice the entirety of their lives. They never leave it. Mother Nature is a mad scientist. A worm that lives in the ice. I had no idea. Also, this is a crazy person who did this. In April 1951, a guy named John W. Hodgkin, Air Force Lieutenant, equipped his plane with skis and landed his plane on the summit of Mount Rainier at 14,410 feet. Here's what makes the story even more unbelievable. His plane, he, so he landed, he's like, hey, I did it. Yeah, badass pilot, what's up? All right, time to crank this bad boy up and get in the sky. And then his plane wouldn't start. So he was stuck on the top of Mount Rainier for a night. He slept in the plane. The next morning, he still couldn't get the plane started. So he then shoved the plane down the Nisqually Glacier, mm. basically a big sheet of ice, got it to then land in a lake that is at the bottom of this glacier. He then floated on the lake for a while until the air force could drop 20 gallons of fuel to him by parachute. Then he got the fuel, put it in the plane and finally flew out of there. What an idiot. What an absolute dope that guy is. And finally, how about this 77 year old woman once summited Mount Rainier in 2002. Her name is Bronca Sundstrom. She's the oldest woman to make it to the top, and she did it in four hours and 40 minutes. Well, I don't know if that's good or bad, but let her live. She's an overachiever, Mike. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. don't like her. The rules of baseball were temporarily changed last night. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy delays on I-71 northbound after 5th Avenue. A disabled vehicle on the right side. Traffic is bumping to bumper from I-70. Please be careful over here. Plan on some heavy backups as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand's mission is to keep pets happy and safe with their forever families. As part of their From Shelter to Forever Home initiative, they are donating $10,000 to one lucky animal shelter. Visit InvisibleFence.com to nominate your favorite shelter and help pets find their forever homes. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Tonight, Bone. Yeah. It happens. The NFL season officially starts tonight. The Hall of Fame game in Canton between the Jags and the Raiders, 8 o'clock right here on the fan. Look, I am fully aware, I have not forgotten, I hate preseason football. I have also not forgotten that no one that I've ever heard of will play in this game. Right. And it doesn't matter. I will watch at least the first quarter of this game just to watch some football being played and uniforms I recognize being utilized and celebrate that today is the birth of the football season. Yeah. Now, I will be doing the same thing. I will be watching that, but I would be remiss if I did not mention what I'll be drinking while I am watching that. What are you drinking? You and I got a little gift of the must-be-nice nice ale Mm. that is hitting stores left and right tomorrow from Zaftig. Zaftig Brewing put together our beer. We thank them for that. Well, we put together the beer. Well, I know. I'm saying we talked to them and said, we want something that tastes like this and like that. And they said, got it. And they went and made it and we brought it back to us. And we said, that's delicious. That's exactly what we were looking for. So yeah, it's a, it's like a blonde ale. It's very delicious. We had many of them the other night. Those who came out to our event tomorrow, giant Eagle stores everywhere. will have it everywhere in Columbus. I should well, I, say. I think there are only a, a few that will have it tomorrow. Oh, okay. More are coming online Here, next here's week. The, uh, yes. Then uh, the next week, all the giant Eagle locations will have it. All right. Here fine. are the ones that will have it tomorrow. Giant Eagle East Broad will have it tomorrow. Giant Eagle Pickerington. Giant Eagle Perimeter Loop Dublin. Giant Eagle Britain Parkway. All right. All of those Giant Eagles will have it tomorrow. It will also be on draft at Roosters on Gemini, Gemini Parkway by Polaris. Roosters New Albany. And then, of course, Zaftig Italian Village and the Zaftig Brewery and Tap Room in Worthington. They'll be on draft there. We wanted something with flavor that was also crushable. Yep. Like on a hot day and you just want a cold beer, this will satisfy you because that's the type of beer I like to drink. Yeah, I like to it, drink my beer fast. It, it Right. It is the type of beer you can enjoy that way. Lower ABV because of that. It's not some big like 9.8. No, it's 5%. Yeah. And it's it's got a just a nice subtle hoppiness to it that is not overpowering, but certainly adds a little flavor to it that I think is a little different than your your average like you know, run-of-the-mill beers. It has a really smooth taste. I enjoy it. I was really glad that this is how it turned out. So It's the canned beer section of your store. Yep. Because I love canned beer. It is the superior form of drinking a beverage. And so you will see our cartoon faces on it. And it says, must be nice. So yep. support us. Support Zaftig. Uh, pick up some beer. Get sloppy drunk. And then stay in your house. Don't go anywhere. Thank you. Uh, there you go. And, of course, do not drink this. Like, cool it off. Put it in the fridge. Like a, like a civilized person, put oh, it in yeah. there and enjoy that, and 
Yeah, man. Like, go go enjoy this ice cold because that's that's how it's meant to be consumed. Well, what I would do is I would put it in the fridge. Yeah, get it nice and cold, and then right before you're ready to drink it, about forty five minutes before, put it in the freezer. See, I'm always leery of doing that because I know I'll forget it, and then well, not if you're getting ready to drink it. Well, I know, but yeah, I guess you're right. If you're like anticipating it, you're right. You I guess could do that. Hey, if you're stupid and you forget, then it explodes and you're you're just dumb. I am stupid and I would forget, but that's a good idea if you're not stupid. The rules of baseball were temporarily changed last night, T-Bone. Yeah, Jordan Alvarez, who uh, is all-star slugger for the Astros, good player, he got up to to hit. Hit? Hit? In the 6-1 to win for Houston over the Red Sox last night. Uh, and he went up to the plate and took a ball. He was going up against Rich Hill. A hundred years old, Rich Hill. Yeah. Took he took a ball, so that was ball one. This was in the third inning. Then uh home plate umpire Jim Wolf called strike one. Alvarez then fouled off a pitch. That should have been strike two. And then Jim Wolf called strike three. But didn't punch out Jordan Alvarez. Just said Ah, you know, and then he's and like, nobody got it. Yeah, Rich Hill didn't get mad. No, Catcher didn't nobody, get mad. None of the managers saw anything. Nothing. Nope. nope. And so then he stayed in the box. Hill just went back to the mound, and then Alvarez grounded out on the next pitch. So he basically got the fourth strike, more or less. Uh, which Dusty Baker was asked after the game, and he said he did not realize it had happened during the game. He said everybody missed it. Alex Cora was not asked about it. So we don't know if he missed it or, or what happened there, but you would presume he would have run out of the dugout. Tony LaRusso was asked about it, even though it wasn't his game, and he said, I was sleeping. <laughs> right. Tony LaRusso said, time for night-night. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Tony LaRusso, in my mind, wears a nightcap. Oh, yeah. Like one of those sleeping caps. And and then a full-on long sleeve, but open on the bottom. Like the, what is that? Like a nightgown. But from, like, like the... Um, Ebenezer Scrooge nightgown is what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, like With an old timey nightgown. The ass. Yep, absolutely right. But it's open. It's like a dress down at the bottom. Sure. Uh, that seems very comfortable. I've never worn one like that, but I'd give it a shot. Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau, Teddy's guys, are among 11 golfers who have filed an antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour. Teddy, mm. what's the end game on this? Are all these guys just going to be allowed to play in all the other PGA tournaments they want, or do you think that the courts will... Look at this and say, well, nothing's preventing you from making a living. Go make your live money. But if the PGA Tour doesn't want you on their, their tournaments, then you're not going to be able be allowed to play there. I would think that would be the outcome. But when it gets into the courts, you really never know what they're going to decide. But in my opinion, you know, you choose where you want to play. And they chose to play there. I don't know why these guys care. Who, yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, that's, uh, Phil, Phil has a beef with the PGA, right? Yeah, well, I mean, his, his beef is that they won't let him have the rights, supposedly, to his NFTs, and okay. he wants to be able to do stuff like so that. So why would you want to have anything to do with them? If I, I don't know. Bryson DeChambeau, every time he opens up his mouth, says, Live Golf is the best golf in the world. Okay. Okay, great. Well, then go do that. Why do you want to go play this other boring golf that apparently is on its way out? Well, right. And additionally to that, no one so far has stopped these guys from playing in majors. Now, maybe that will occur at some point, but right now, everyone's still able to play in the majors, right? Masters hasn't yeah, shown that, that gonna... will, they will change that. But... Yeah, they're just kind of trying to get in on this now because the uh, the PGA Tour playoffs begin in the next week, so they want to get 
in on that, and that's Man, why they're trying to get this I, I, now. Look, we have talked about whether or not it makes sense to throw away whatever you have with the PGA to go get more money when you already have more money, but you're going to get more and more money from the people who run Live Golf, who Fine, seem to be nefarious at best. Right. That That's what doesn't make any sense. And if you're going to throw out there like, well, you should have the freedom to work where you want to. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. You should not be prohibited from going to different jobs. Like, those in general would be bad laws. Why would why why would they have laws that protect people from that? Wouldn't it typically be people who don't make any money who need a job? No, 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 no. Like, wouldn't we that be to, why we, we have, have to rules protect like the that? People who have hundreds of millions of dollars, right? If you make hundreds, if the whole point of going to live golf is to make a hundred million dollars or more, then I don't care about your feelings when it comes to uh, I. I really wanted to work at both places, though. Well, too bad. You and I, Mike, can we right now? I don't think there's any law that stops this radio station from preventing us from working at another radio station here in town. No, right? I mean, we have we have terms in our contracts that we'd be violating. But as far as local law, right? No, there's no law saying that. But our but what I'm getting at is we do have those terms that say I can't just go walk over to WNCI and be like, hey, I also want to do a shift over here. They would have a problem with that. And I'll accept that because. I like this job and I like the money I make here and I like the benefits I have and all that stuff. If I didn't, I'd go work somewhere else. Now, to your point, it would be one thing if they went to the PGA and said, hey, you want to play live? And the PGA tour said, not only can you not play live, we're kicking you out of here and right. you can't play golf anywhere. Well, that right. Then <laughs> I could see where they would sue and have a case. That's different. But they're saying we oh, we will be on the live tour. No doubt. We also want to go play on PGA events. Other than the majors, which they also apparently get to do right now, and they're saying they should have a lawsuit about that, that they should somehow have a right to that. I don't know. That seems very not a right to me. That seems like you really just want everything you can have. The Queen updates us on her favorite soccer star coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on 5th Avenue at North High Street. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. You'll also find a disabled vehicle is cleared from 71 northbound after 5th Avenue, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Pirani's Hockey World. Got some old hockey gear you've been looking to get rid of? Sideline Swap will be on hand the last two days of the Pirani's Hockey World annual summer sale event in Westerville, August 4th to the 14th. To purchase your lightly used sports gear, don't miss it. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. I'm telling you, Bone, this is the way of the future. You think so? I just saw that Deontay Johnson of the Stillers got himself a new contract. He didn't hold out. He held in. Held in. He's been at Steelers training camp working out and making it super awkward. 
Mm. Now, maybe they would have done this anyway, but I think having somebody there every single day who's talking to the media, who you're looking at in the face, that's more effective than that person not even being at camp. Right. That's It's a solid point, man. I think there's also just the psychological factor of that person that you're essentially saying, we like you, but not that much. Not not enough to pay you what you're asking. That guy's walking around looking you in the eye going, hi, remember me? Remember how much you don't like me? And you said you wouldn't pay me the money I wanted? Well, I'm here working out and doing my job. So, you know, maybe just reconsider. Adds to the pressure, I think. And might, you know, a little bit might add to the pressure the other way too, right? Where maybe he takes a slightly more compromised offer because he's in the facility and feeling good about himself and feeling good about the team and saying, you know what? All right, if we can get to this number, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. So he would have been in the final year of his rookie deal. It's a two-year extension. He gets about $27 million guaranteed. $40 million is the total as long as he hits all his incentive bonuses. And then he's still a youngish guy and oh, can yeah. hit the market again and go get himself a bigger contract if he's successful. Yeah, that's a nice deal, it seems like, for by, by all accounts. It seems pretty good. All right, the queen is here. Queen. Oh, it's so wonderful to see you. It's a very special weekend here in the United Kingdom. Well, I was going to ask you because the Premier League is starting That's up. That's right. I saw a story out of the Premier League, but before I, I get to that, do you have a favorite Premier League oh, team? Oh, I do, T-Bone. I'm so glad you asked because for the first time in a long time, Nottingham Forest. Ah. Nottingham Forest is going to be playing Premier League football. Wonderful. So you're a fan of Forest, that's great. They have interest in a new striker. Yeah, I I saw that, and since you're a big Nottingham Forest fan, it's it's good that we can maybe approach this with you. Do you know anything about? Oh, I know lots about him. I'm player? on the Nottingham Forest message boards all the time. Do you want to tell people the I'll player they're interested in? Name. Okay, he's from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. His name is Jiz Hornkamp. Jizz, I have long been a supporter of Jizz. I've always thought Jizz had a lot of spunk. I'll tell you right now, T-Bone. Jizz makes an impact. Jizz. <laughs> He's known for that. Is yeah. explosive. Oh, is Jizz he? Can He's a get striker, in so face as well. He can. he can. He's very from all accounts. I mean, he's got tattoos. I, I guess Caleb Porter would like him. He looks like he's got a neck tattoo, so he might be able to help you out. But If Nottingham Forest can get jizz on the roster, it'll be a stain on the entire beautiful game of football. You seem like you're a really big fan of this pickup. I love jizz. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. He's, yeah. He's supposedly now not the greatest player in the world. I mean, he did play for a team in uh, the Dutch League. The Eredivisie, I'm sure you know that, but for the oh, other yes, people, the, the commoners who don't know that. Um, so he was on that team, joined in January, only scored four goals in 13 appearances, and that team, uh, Willem II, got relegated out of the first division in the Dutch League. But do you think he can come over to Nottingham Forest I and make an impact? I speak for all Nottingham Forest fans when I say, I can't live without jizz. You need... You need him on the roster. Did I've you never... know that quite a few celebrities are fans of no, Nottingham I, Forest? I did not know did that. Did you know? 
Who else is a fan well, like you of Nottingham Forest? I'm glad Forest? you asked, T-Bone, because we didn't rehearse this at all. Mm-hmm. American comedian Louis C.K. is a big fan of Nottingham Forest, and he says he can't wait to see what jizz is made of. Ah, well, you know what? Jizz has a lot of potential from all accounts. He's very talented. Jizz Horncamp is who yes, we're talking did about. did you know that American football star Deshaun Watson oh, is a huge fan of Nottingham Forest? I did not know he even watched yes, soccer. Yes, he's he even was... created his own version of the terrible towel that he can wave in the air and cheer Jizz on with. I see. Yes. Yeah. I, well, he need he may need a distraction for the Sometimes first few weeks of the season. slips out of his hands. I understand. Word is that towel is very similar to the flag they planted on the moon. It's very starched. Oh, that's right. It's very starched. <laughs> Stays in potato one kind of flakes on that, on that right. towel. Now, do you have any plans of possibly... I know you have the royal wardrobe and you have a million people Absolutely, who dress you and yes. all that, but have you thought about getting a jersey with your favorite player on it? Oh, you- absolutely. I, I'm not one to buy jerseys, T-Bone, but for jizz, I will kits, make an they call exception. Them. Yes. Yeah. I need to have jizz on the back of my jersey. I see. Well, you can go right in the team store, I think, and say that, and they'll know exactly what to do. All I right, think bye you should. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. Glad that the uh, queen weighed in. I didn't know she was a Forest fan. You would think that's not really a royalties thing, right? They, you would think they would want one of the big clubs because they're royalty. That's what they've well, always I been. Mean, she doesn't care at this point. No, she's, she's probably kept her allegiances to herself, but she's up there in age. Doesn't really care who she offends. She's yeah. excited about Forrest, excited about Jizz Horncamp. That is a real person. Maybe, uh, you know, again, if if Nottingham Forest can get off to a good start, maybe they can get a little bit of a lead on some of the other teams that are likely to get relegated. Mm-hmm. They always talk about having a game in hand when you're, you know, in the standings, the table as they call it. So yeah. hopefully Jizz could maybe help them with all of that situation. Try to just stay ahead of the other teams out there. Bring some extra energy into the roster. I tell you what, you know, we have the uh, the Cooch update that we do. We have the Cucho Hernandez update that we do. I think as the season goes on, we have to have a Jizz Horn Camp update. The Queen okay. doesn't have to do it every single time, but All I right. think we should fill people in on what happened with Jizz over the weekend. What if he doesn't join up with Nottingham Forest, though? Should we still just maybe follow his well, I thought career? it was almost a done deal. I thought he was going there. Well, it's yeah, but they want him. It's not done yet. Oh, they've, oh, they've so already, they want they've jizz, spent, but they're not guaranteed jizz. Right. So we've got to keep an eye on it. Yeah. $85 million they've spent since promotion. So they, they've already spent a lot on a lot of players, but this would be probably the biggest addition they've had this offseason. You know, one of Leanna's uh, cat's names is Spaz, and I mm-hmm. think, you know, Beyonce has told us we can't say that anymore. So I think she should change the cat's name to Jizz Horncamp. That's a great idea. It, well, she's a big soccer fan. I've always thought that about Leanna. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Yeah. Favorite club? You have any idea? No, I don't. Do you? No. Oh, I, I thought you hoping, had a joke. I, was hoping maybe I thought you Leanna were setting yourself say, up for something. Would, I was hoping she would jump in no, here and say to. something. We're going we're gonna to get back on track coming up next in the next segment. We're going to talk about the remake of Roadhouse. We're done talking about the transfer... Of Jizz Horn Camp. Yes. No more no more jizz. No talk. more discussion of that. No more of that. Nope. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
guys done? All right. You'll find an earlier accident as cleared from 5th Avenue at North High Street. All lanes have reopened in that area. And the disabled vehicle is cleared from 71 Northbound after 5th Avenue. The traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. DQ presents how to experience the new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard. First, see and smell the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Caramel Peanuts, and Pretzels. And finally, taste it. The new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard DQ Happy Taste Good. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Hey, Teddy. Yes, sir. That last segment doesn't go on the weekend show, okay? <laughs> that was just for us today. Okay, just well, for us. All right. If you don't know what we're talking about, go subscribe to the podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone wherever you get podcasts. Scrubbing it now. It. I didn't say scrub You don't have to scrub it. Scrub it. Just, you <laughs> can keep to, it. You don't need to add it to the weekend show. Someone no. at 10 o'clock in the morning may not be ready for that conversation. Right. People at 4.30 in the afternoon weren't ready for that conversation, but you got it. Well, guess what? If he makes it into the Premier League, that's going to be early morning that you're going to be seeing that name and hearing that name all over the TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yesterday, Deadline reported and ESPN confirmed that Conor McGregor will have a role in the remake of Roadhouse. Yes, they are remaking Roadhouse, the Swayze movie. Jake Gyllenhaal will be the Swayze character. Okay. Apparently, this is an Amazon Prime video movie uh here's the plot the new take follows a former ufc fighter gyllenhaal who takes a job as a bouncer at a rough and tumble roadhouse in the florida keys Hmm. but soon discovers that not everything is what it seems in this tropical paradise while exact details behind who mcgregor will be playing are unknown sources made it clear he would be playing an original character and not himself in the project the Amazon original movie is set to go into production in the Dominican Republic this month and will stream on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide at release. Now, at the risk of sounding like Paul Keels, mm-hmm. who hates every single remake ever, yes, I have now reached that age where I hate every single remake ever. Do we need to be remaking Roadhouse? No, Roadhouse is still, I mean... It's awesome! It's great for what it is, right? If you are looking for the best acting you've ever seen in a movie, it's not the film for you. Are you looking for a lot of good fight scenes? Are you looking for a lot of over-the-top fight scenes? Are you looking for bad guys that make no sense in real life? what makes it appealing, though, the cheesy aspect of it. And there's some, like, gratuitous nudity thrown in there and a lot of swearing. I have a problem with that. Some great quotes from, yeah, I mean, right. Here's the thing you need to know about this movie. Um, they talk the entire movie. If you've never seen Roadhouse, I'll just spoil something for you. So, spoiler alert on a movie that's 30 plus years old. There, They talk the entire movie about how Patrick Swayze's character, unfortunately, had to leave a better gig 
because he ripped the guy's throat out, like grabbed his throat and pulled it apart with his bare hands, ripped his voice box out and killed the guy. Nice. And the entire movie, they're like, I don't like who I am when I get angry. You know, they're just like, oh man, is he going to rip some dude's throat out in this movie? I bet he is. And then at the end of the movie, he has a big fight scene down by the river and what happens? Rips the dude's throat out with his bare hands. And you're saying, you know what? I expected it, and I'm glad it happened. Uh, and he deserved it. And there was mo- there's a monster truck involved in this movie for no reason. Like, no reason. But it's there. Also, I look like two different characters in this movie had a baby. It's There's a fat guy from Roadhouse. And there's another fat guy from Roadhouse. And both of those guys had a baby, and it's me. See, there's so much charm to this movie. There's so much character to this movie. I don't want to see a better, slicker version of it updated for for the modern audience. I no, don't care about that. You don't that. need that. No! Sam Elliott is in the original one. Sam Elliott will kick your ass right now. He's 80 years old, probably. You, you know who else is in the original one? Terry Funk. That's right, he they, is. He plays one of the baddies. That's yeah. right, T-Bone. If you don't know who Terry Funk is, I will just tell you, that was a halfway decent impression. I'm going to take a branding iron, and I'm going to put it right on your face. Yeah. And then we're going to jump into some thumbtacks. Hardcore wrestling legend Terry Funk plays one of the bad guys. Like, basically, the Patrick Swayze character comes in and says, I've got to clean up this roadhouse. All these bouncers suck. And a few of them don't like it, and they try to fight him, and then he kicks their ass, and they leave. But then they come back later because they're still mad. And then guy gets his throat ripped out, end of movie. Oh, lots of sex, too. There's a couple good sex scenes in there. So whatever. It's rated R. Don't show it at your kindergarten class. But yeah, Roadhouse doesn't need to be remade. It's great. I don't understand why some of these athletes, actors, like Ryan Gosling, he's in the new Barbie movie. Sure. Like, don't you make all this money and become successful so you don't have to be in the Barbie movie? Like, once you look at that oh, bank I, account and you're like, I never have to work again. I'm just going to do the stuff that I want to do. Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, doesn't that tell you, though, that he really wants well, to do yes, that? Yes, but I don't know why. Jake Gyllenhaal's done a million movies. He can pick his project. Instead, he wants to be lesser than Swayze in a Roadhouse yeah, you're remake. Gonna get, you're going to get compared to one of the all-time great like characters in a movie as far as action movies go. And and somehow you think you're going to win right, that? Who's the other jabron who did the Total Recall remake that nobody saw? Oh, I for, I didn't even... Did they do that? Colin Farrell, right? Yes, Colin Farrell. I yeah. completely was, forgot was that movie existed. Was new Arnold in Total Recall. Why do we need a Total Recall? Yes, I know the special effects can be slicker and all that. You, you're never going to be a better version of Arnold. You're never going to be a better version of Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. Why are you trying... Well, right, and even if you're saying, well, he's not trying to be, he's just trying to, well, he's he, going to play like a different get, character. That's stupid, he'll naturally compare. get compared. Yeah, that's that's just all kinds of stuff. I mean, the bit players in this are too, like Jeff Healy, who is an actual musician who is really talented, blind musician who plays a mean jazz guitar, is just in this movie kind of playing himself and killing it, like destroying the role. Awesome. Everybody in this movie is excellent. Everyone. I, d- I don't know why it needs to be remade. It sucks. Uh, Dick Masher Ford fan poll. 971thefan.com. Would you like to see LeBron in a Cavs uniform again? Yes or no? Did I miss something? Oh, I mean, there's been talk about him coming back. I, I feel like we talked about this about a month ago that 
maybe there would be something, but I thought that had gone away. I don't know if, if there's I've I've tuned out the NBA because we're so far away from it right now. Right, well, do you want to see it? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't. I don't. I mean, do I think it'll help the Cavs get a, another championship? That's a bigger question. How about how about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal playing LeBron? That would be. I would way be more into that. Although I think that might create some problems for everybody. So let's not do it. Well, he doesn't have to go all the way. Well, I hope not, Jimmy Kimmel. Let's not do that. That got scrubbed from the internet too, didn't it? That was, people forgot all about Carl Malone no, on the I don't man think show. People forgot. I about think they it, did, or they just didn't know. I'll tell you something though, man. If you're going to offend, be funny offending. And he was he was funny. He was offending. funny. It, that cannot you cannot do that. No, you, you should can't not. Do you it. should have never done it. You can't. Do you should it. have never done it. But it was still funny. Yeah. Uh, if you missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. I'm glad that we're going to be thought of so highly. 25 years from oh, now, yeah. when people replay the the segment mm-hmm. we just had with the Queen talking about her favorite soccer player. From Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Who's Dutch? Go look it up. Dutch. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find some slow traffic on 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Plan on some backups in that area. Traffic is delayed on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street and Route 315 southbound between 3rd Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand's mission is to keep pets happy and safe with their forever families. As part of their From Shelter to Forever Home Initiative, they are donating $10,000 to one lucky animal shelter. Visit InvisibleFence.com to nominate your favorite shelter and help pets find their forever The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. Would you rather... Coming up at 534, send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. UConn basketball star Paige Beckers has torn her ACL. She will miss the entire season. Uh, I saw that yesterday. Playing pickup basketball, of all things. Now, I don't know if that's like pickup basketball, you know, just because, or if that was part of practice or after practice well, or something. I don't know, but, but clearly it's a it's a blow. She injured the same knee uh, last season. She missed 19 games last season. I think it, it wasn't a torn ACL, but it was like a torn meniscus and stuff like that in the same knee. So that's a problem for her. I yeah. saw she put a, a post on Instagram saying that she'd come back from this and work hard. And, you know, it is worth pointing out that she has a tremendous Instagram following. She makes a lot of money with name, image, and likeness. Um, you know, and it's one of those situations where you, you hope this is not a chronic thing with that knee. You hope that she's able to go on and have success at the next level and maybe have some success in Europe. But if she's not able to do that, well, doesn't that make the case for name, image, and likeness? Yeah, right. So that of she course. can cash in the last couple of years when her stock's been at an all-time high? Well, right. I, I've seen people who have brought this argument in some way, shape, or form that's not necessarily with her. I haven't heard that yet today. Maybe we will hear it at some point. 
But I've seen in the past people say like, you you might pay this guy all this money and then he may suck. And it's like, yeah, wouldn't that be good for that dude then who thought he was going to go to the NBA or NFL or Major League Baseball, whatever he thought he was going to do. Or Paige Beckers, who looked like, and, and maybe she still will, have a great WNBA career going for her and be, you know, Gatorade, you know, spokesperson and all that stuff. Or if that doesn't pan out, then she's already made a good amount of money because she's talented and people gravitated to her and liked what she was saying and liked her social media posts. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no reason why you have to be like a Hall of Fame professional athlete before you make money as an athlete. Several years ago, I was going to a uh, Buckeye football game and I was walking into the stadium and I heard somebody say, hey, common man. So I sort of turned around and looked, expecting to see, you know, a couple fans walking in that liked the show. Yeah. And I'm not going to na- name names because I don't want to embarrass anybody, but it was a former Buckeye football player okay. that called me who was just selling t-shirts. Gotcha. All right. You know? And I remember thinking, well, he's doing what he has to do, I guess, but it's a shame that he has to do it. And. Yeah. Trust me, if name, image, and likeness had been around when he was playing for Ohio State, he would have made some cash. Oh, yeah. He would have made some real money. That's the thing. I, I just, I don't understand why we have an issue with that, right? Like, well, I, look, it's complicated. I, mean, I, know, I know a lot I of people under- don't nowadays, but there's still a good amount of people who go, hey, that guy makes money. He might have to pay taxes on it. It's like, uh, okay. Don't you pay taxes at your job? Like I pay taxes here. Like we yes, all should no, be paying. I, I what can are we understand about? how there are some real concerns about the future of collegiate athletics because it's just changing so much so quick. And that's okay. It that's doesn't fair. seem like there's any real rules in place. But as far as people, you know, profiting off of their own image, I have never had a problem with that. I still don't have a problem with that. And I wish some of the the guys from other generations had that luxury, so I don't have to you know, make small talk with them when they're trying to sell me a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> or begging it's, begging me to come on my show so that I can help them sell t-shirts. I, I guess I just, at the end of the day, feel like if you're good at something and people want to give you money, not not for anything illegal, you no, know, in, the, not, in like an, an actual court of I'm not law. not saying Schleister. Schleister. Well, right. Gives but you money. <laughs> that's because he was scamming people. Yes. And they, wanted, that. they wanted to give him money, and then he went to jail for that because he wasn't giving them back what they had asked for. But you know, if someone looks at a, let's say, star recruit and says, I think it's worth, to me, I'm a rich guy. I've got billions of dollars. I want to pay five hundred grand to make sure we get this quarterback. You and I might look at that as much as we love college football and say, mm, that, that seems not wise because you just never know who's going to pan out in college football and who's not. But if that person really wants to part with their money that way, I don't feel bad about that player getting the five hundred grand, and then a year later saying, ah, it didn't work out here, I'm going to transfer. Okay, that's that's allowed, man. That th- There's no rules in this right now, but I don't even know that there should be. College, what would happen if that guy paid five hundred grand and got the big-time recruit and he blows out his ACL twice, you know, and then never pans out? Is that, do, do we give the money back then, too? No, like, you gambled well, by... It's, it's good for that guy that he got the 500 grand. Exactly right. But I'm saying if that guy transfers three times, and I hate to bring him up, but becomes Tate Martell, right? Wouldn't it also be good if that guy had some extra money? 
because it didn't work out the way he thought. He might have thought he was going well, to the right. NFL. To it your didn't point, pan out. why is all the focus on the person receiving the money? Why don't you look at the person handing out the money? Absolutely right. We're, we're going to penalize the athletes who have been working hard to get to this stage, who then get a taste of success. We're expecting them to go, no, it is too much, sir. I shall leave it on the table. Like, no, any person would look at that and go, that's a great deal. I've done nothing. Like, I've done a lot in my career, but I've done nothing at this school yet. And someone wants to pay me for potential. What an awesome deal. I'll take that every time. And so would everybody listening to me. Not that I have a problem with it, but why the British accent with that? I just, well, I felt like I mean, no- we were talking about high school football players. I felt players. like nobility. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like, oh, so that, like, uh, that strikes me as like an old British guy thinking, like, it's, it wouldn't be proper form, sir. Like, that's just, I, I don't, see. I don't need that guy right. to show up around college football. That's all. I got it. Rundown. Common Man and T Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown. Crew lose to Montreal last night. Uh, breaking news. Crew are a very frustrating team to watch. Extremely frustrating. In that first half, they look like the the better team. They were going to run away with that thing. Second half, they look like they already had that game won, and they were just holding on for dear life. Not only did they just settle for a tie, they lost that game outright. Yeah. I saw this from my friend Darby, and it's a great point. Tweeted out, in case you're wondering, the Crew is one of only four teams at MLS that has not had back-to-back wins at any point this season. The other three teams are 24th, 26th, and dead last in the league. It is amazing to me they can still be in playoff position and not have back-to-back wins for the entire season. They haven't season. had, Mike, not just that. They haven't had a back-to-back shutout win, so like one nothing, 2 nothing. They haven't done that in since September of 2020, since prior to winning MLS Cup. Wow. I mean, when crew fans are telling you, because last night it was, it was this thing that the people who watch this team every week, they are calling it, Every single time, because they can see this coming. They're looking at this team, and I saw it tweeted out at halftime, basically saying, all right, this was good to start this game. I wish we would have got a second goal, because you know it's going to happen in the second half. Caleb Porter is going to pull the defense back. They're going to hang real close to their defending third. They're going to stay in the defensive third for the most part, and they're going to try not to give up a goal, and they're going to try to win one to nothing at home. When they've been giving up some opportunities that could have been converted, and they have Kai Kamara, who's a former crew player, who's probably going to kill us. Saw multiple tweets from people saying, Kai Kamara, 85th minute, 80th minute, 90th minute. He's going to score a goal. He's going to tie it up. That's going to suck. And then it happened. It it was predictable because Caleb Porter has become predictable, and we see this from this team. The problem then becomes they gave up a second goal and lost the game outright. And that, to me, as bad as Caleb Porter was with his tactics, and that put the players in a bad position... You give up that one goal, then you have to just bear down and find a way to get out of that with a one-point you know, tie. You cannot go and give up the entire three points to a team you're chasing in the standings at home. It's like not defensible as a player. And then as a coach, there are bigger issues that need to be addressed. The NFL is appealing to Sean Watson's six-game suspension. Now we know how they're going to do it. NFL teams were notified about an hour ago. Former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey is who Roger Goodell has chosen to hear the appeal. He served as the Attorney General of New Jersey, is now a partner at a law firm in New York. He's also served as a federal prosecutor. He has a deep expertise in criminal law, including domestic violence and sexual assault. 
There will not be a formal hearing for this like there was with Sue Robinson. Uh, this dude, Peter C. Harvey, will just get all of the testimony and evidence from the first hearing. We'll look it over and then I assume render some sort of judgment. We have not heard from the Players Association about this and Deshaun Watson if they're going to sue now in federal court. But uh, the circus is not over yet, T-Bone. No, it's not. And we talked about this earlier. I'll reiterate it now. You you want to have the argument about this makes no sense. Why would Roger Goodell and the NFL agree to this process and then just throw out what the judge said and start over? Agreed. That is ridiculous. It is egregious. It is stupid. It makes no sense. Why even have that sham process if you're then just going to say, well, whatever that judge says, if I don't like it, I'll throw it out and I'll make a new ruling. Or I'll have someone that I handpick make a new ruling and hopefully it'll be better. The answer to that question, though, should not be directed to Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell and the NFL are always going to want as much power as they can have. You should be directing that question at DeMarie Smith and the NFLPA and saying, why did you guys, when you agreed to the CBA, allow Roger Goodell to have that power? I don't know. It boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. And that's not us sticking up for Deshaun Watson. I no, think Deshaun Watson is a creepy for a year. sexual predator. You know, but you could think that and still think this process is weird. Well, you can also think it's weird that this was ever agreed to. I, We said at the time, it didn't make sense that the players just caved so quickly after all this tough talk about how they were going to miss games and all this other stuff. So we thought that was likely to happen, and then they worked out a deal quicker than we expected, and suddenly you had everyone talking about how great everything was and the players got a bunch of things. Well, apparently not. Cause, and I'm, again, Deshaun Watson probably deserves more of a suspension, but the the... The judge who was in charge here looked at all that and said, I wish I could suspend him more, honestly. But the rules in the NFL don't per- li- don't permit me to do that. Now, Roger Goodell's like, ah, cool. Well, sorry you obeyed our rules. That sucks. Get out of here. Let's get a new guy in who will just ignore them and then rule some other way. Today was the first day of Ohio State football fall camp. I want to play you a Ryan Day clip. Here is Ryan Day talking about Today is the first step in a long journey. It's just the beginning of a long journey. That's what I said. You know, it's the first step in a long, long journey. And uh, there's a lot that comes with that. You know, there's the, the personal side for the families and for, for everybody where you go from, um, you know, being away in June, recruiting, doing different things. And then all of a sudden you're home for a couple of weeks and, uh, you know, you're bumping into the family because, you know, they're not used to having you in the house. And then all of a sudden you're gone. For um, you know, for like six, seven months, you don't really have a day off. So there's that part of it. You know, like anything, this this job has a lot of extremes. Um, but then there's the football part of it, and that's you know thinking about where you're going and where this journey is going to take you, and what this team's like, and what it needs. And um, but that's 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 a fun part. And, and this time of year is great preseason. You know, you you learn a lot about your team. You you kind of hunker down. And the good thing is, it's just football for these guys. You know. Finals are done, and, and we don't start again, I think, till the 23rd. So it's just football for them, and they can focus on that. And uh, a lot can be done over these next couple months. But but I guess to answer your question, it's just the, the first step in a long journey and where it might go. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown.
I mean, low-key on that Ryan Day saying, yeah, it's great we got all the school out of the way so they can now do the real That's job. Right. Hey, man, he knows what to do. I know, but when Cardell Jones says, I'm not here to play school, the entire college football world lost its damn and, mind. And we said it was stupid at the time. We did. But now you have the guy who runs one of the biggest college football programs in the country saying, yeah, thank God the school's over so we can actually get to the real thing. The Big and Ten, he's right. The Big Ten has apparently cooled on adding more Pac-12 teams. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing heavy delays on I-70 westbound before the 71 East split. Traffic is bumper to bumper for Miller Avenue in this area. Please be cautious as traffic continues to build. About a 15-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get fired up for the grilling season at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week, save on certified Angus beef T-bone steak, just $7.99 a pound now through August 9th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Can I bring up just a little thing on that Deshaun Watson situation that still kind of irks me? The little uh, statement that the Browns put out where they've said that Deshaun Watson is remorseful. Not today they didn't have one. No, no, no. The one that came out the other day. That Monday. They, yeah. They okay. put out and said it was remorseful. I just don't think we've talked enough about that, that. The guy literally has never said he did anything wrong. He said the entire way through, all the way through, I've done nothing wrong. No, it was the it was the equivalent of I'm sorry if you were offended. Yeah, I'm sorry you thought this was gross and unbecoming behavior. Yes, I mean but I, didn't I regret do nothing. I'm and sorry I did not, you felt that way. Yeah, but right. I I don't admit that I did anything wrong. Or I'm sorry that this whole situation has been blown out of proportion. But I did nothing wrong. Which again, I just the judge in that case literally said. Now, this has all been thrown out by Roger Goodell, so who knows what he has to do now. But she said, I think it'd be a good idea if he never gets a massage outside of the Browns facility. And I don't even think she meant during his time in the NFL. I think she meant like when he's 74. Still going to have to go to Berea if you want to get a massage. That's just better for everyone. Okay? He says he did nothing wrong. Browns somehow get away with saying he's remorseful. That'd be great. Let him tell us how remorseful he is about apparently whatever wrongs he committed to which he has never admitted. That's the whole thing that I still no, no, can't no. get past. Just, he's remorseful that people have certain feelings about the things that he didn't do. Right. I mean, one, of those, one of those people was a judge who no, said, okay. you did wrong things. Now, this is not likely to happen, but what if this new judge just says, eh, no suspension. <laughs> There's my appeal. <laughs> Boy, that would be a turn, wouldn't it? <laughs> Roger Goodell may have him killed. And then that, 
That judge is like, yeah, I'm from New Jersey, but I'm Browns for life. And he just plays the NWO theme music. He spray paints Roger Goodell's ass with some spray paint. That, well, that's what you do with spray paint is you spray paint. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, NFL season officially starts up tonight. The Hall of Fame game in Canton between the Jags and the Raiders. Watch uniforms hit each other because you won't recognize anybody who's playing. Eight o'clock tonight right here on the fan. The Big Ten was said to be hot and heavy after the remaining Pac-12 teams, or at least some remaining Pac-12 teams, but according to reports, that may not be true. Yeah, the latest on this is saying that the Big Ten is pretty much lost its interest or its interest in the Pac-12 teams that it was talking to has cooled. cooled. And the Big 12 is now positioned well because the Pac-12 is going to come crawling back to them. So... The industry sources cited here by Dennis Dodd, who reported this for CBS Sports, say that the Big Ten is no longer interested in, or as interested, that's a key phrase, no longer as interested in adding California, Oregon, Stanford, and Washington. Want to know why? Uh, well, go ahead. Well, tell me. Maybe they went to their television partners and said, hey, um, if we were to add these teams, what would you think about that? And the TV partners went to the Big Ten and said, well, we'd welcome more games, but uh, what you're really proposing is just adding a bunch of garbage. Apparently. Aside from Oregon. Can I mean, I, there's, there's I, really no interest in any of those programs. Can I say, though, like, all right, fair enough on as far as on the football field, which I know is partially what we are talking about. And that is what they are looking at, too, from driving national television numbers, right? You don't pop a number just because there's a lot of alumni from a bad school. Those alumni have to be passionate. They have to watch all these games no matter how bad or good their team is. And other people around the country have to care about either seeing that team win or like Ohio State, Notre Dame, Bama, etc. People want to see those teams lose. People outside of Columbus want to see Ohio State lose. People outside of South Bend and who are Notre Dame fans want to see Notre Dame lose. That's why Notre Dame gets a big number every time they're on TV. That's why Bama gets a big number when they're on TV. So... I guess you're saying by that, the TV networks are saying, no one really cares if Oregon wins or lose, loses. No one really cares, obviously, if Stanford or Cal or Washington wins or loses. They don't. They don't care about Stanford and Washington or Cal and Stanford or Oregon and Washington playing games in the Big Ten. And I, and I understand all that. That makes sense, right? But the Big Ten does somehow generate a number for Purdue, Illinois. And I, that, you know what I mean? I would rather well, watch. No, they don't. It just happens to be that's the package deal that you get. It's already in place, it's been there for a while. Trust me, if it wouldn't be messy and ugly, they would kick schools out of this conference. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm, sure I'm just would. saying. Like, yeah, you're right. Illinois, see you later. They bring in the U or Clemson or something else. Well, you know that's what? just not going to happen, though. I know they would lose a number of the, the games to be able to program, right? But honestly, let's say the Big Ten said, all right, we've we've added a few schools. We want to get back down to be in the Big Ten. We're going to kick six schools out right now based on what we currently have. Maybe they'll add more. We have to kick out more. But right now they have 16 who teams. Who are we kicking out? Well, not just who are we kicking out, but... Would the TV number go down? Like, let's say you lost. Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you. Who let's I'm do let's out. do the football teams. I assume you're taking Rutgers and Maryland right off the top, getting rid of them. Uh, yeah. And by the way, that wasn't the first pick. 
Who is the first pick? Nebraska. Yep. I was, See you later. Yeah, I have no use for here. Nebraska. You've done nothing well, for us. I have no use for you. And before you say, but, 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 there's a lot of people who like Nebraska. You don't think you don't think Washington has a lot of alum? It's based in Seattle. That's a huge city. There's lots of people. It's a decent-sized media market. People don't care if Washington wins or loses because they've not been relevant to the national conversation. Nebraska is certainly not cared about if they win or lose, right? There's a lot of people who just say, oh, Nebraska's playing? Cool. Who cares? Like, that's unfortunate, but that's reality. So I bet those, but yeah, Rutgers, Maryland, certainly don't have anybody care about them. uh, I'll kick out Northwestern. I don't care about Northwestern. I don't care about the tradition and all that either. Yeah, go ahead. There's four. How many more you want to kick out? I mean, at, at some point, I would like to have the basketball conference still be somewhat intact. But that shouldn't be the dri- I know it's not the driving factor for what they're doing. So you've got to get two more out of, let's say, Illinois would clearly be in the discussion for kicking them out because they're just gross. I kick out Minnesota. I don't care about Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, great. I'm with that. See ya. Keep, I go keep first. Purdue, keep Indiana. Yeah. I feel just like- for basketball things. Are we kicking out Illinois? Did we officially? Yeah, you just said Illinois. Well, no, and- I'm a- I was asking if that's who you'd want to kick out over Purdue or Indiana. But from the basketball standpoint, I'd like Purdue and Indiana. I don't want to keep well, I don't, Illinois. I don't like, I hate Indiana. No, but I want them in the conference so I can hate them. Yes. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Of course it does. Um, All right. So yeah, I kick out Illinois. I kick out Minnesota. Then we're done kicking go. teams out. All right. And I bet, do you think... If you kicked out those teams and said, all right, now let's go back and talk about the football deal. Do you think it loses any money? You now go down to 10 teams. I'm saying, assuming they don't care about the the inventory they're losing. But uh, yeah, you, it, it impacts the money a little you bit. You get USC, UCLA, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa, and then Indiana Purdue are there because they're good at basketball sometimes. That's, that's, to me, a really strong conference. And I don't need any of those other schools to still charge a hundred million dollars. By the way, just because the big 10 maybe has cooled on the PAC 12, if you believe this story, doesn't mean they're not looking elsewhere. Doesn't mean they're not more bullish on rating the ACC. Of course not. I think all of this is going to hinge on what does Notre Dame do? If Notre Dame comes in, you're obviously going to have to add one more team. You're not going to add two more teams. I wouldn't think, right? You're going to add Notre Dame and someone and that's someone. Well, do you really have to though? Why? I know we say that. Like, why well, you got to add even numbers? Why? I guess you don't. Especially if you're taking would... away a championship game and division. Not taking away the championship game. The divisional aspect of the hey, championship game. Again, want to keep things even? Add Nebraska or add Notre Dame. See you, Nebraska. Well, fine with me. That's I don't care about way that. Way easier. I'd do that. Would you rather? Is up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing some slowdowns on I-70 westbound before the 71 east split. Traffic is backed up to Elm Creek Drive in this area. Plan on some heavy delays, about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown as things begin to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. DQ presents Picture This. Picture the burger of your dreams on the new DQ Signature Stack Burgers menu. Buy premium burgers like the Flamethrower Signature Stack Burger and Loaded A1 Signature Stack Burger. But it's not a dream. The DQ Signature Stack Burgers lineup. Try today. DQ Happy Tastes Good. And Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. I catch my breath. Are you all right over there? Wow. Doing a little Olympic action out there. Woo. The pong was flying. Mm. You were ponging it up. I got Ajita. <laughs> what is that? The- <laughs> What did you the say? The best would you rather. I got Ajita. The best oh. would you rather, according to us. About Nottingham Forest new striker. No. Okay. No. I don't have. Huh? Never mind. Just leave it alone. $50 Buffalo Wild Wings gift card yeah. from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine and only drink responsibly. Go to hell. Boy, you sound like Timmy Hall forgot his script for Sports Center. That's really what this sounds like right now. Where did you run from? Indiana? I'm just fat. Where are you guys playing this game? No, this we're, is ridiculous. We're right outside. Copper Dong says, my guys. I got bronchitis. Would you rather have the power to send people directly to jail who don't use their turn signals? Oh. Or go, who go 10 under the speed limit in the left lane? Oh. I 10 think under the speed limit. 10 under the speed limit, yeah. Because what, what bugs me is then people who will then attempt to go around in the right lane, which I, yes, go ahead and do that. But then they will get right next to them and they'll go, oh, maybe I too should not pass. What are we doing? Gandalf's not standing there. Get around the guy. Don't block both lanes now. That's ridiculous. Mark says, my guys. I wrestled in North Korea. Would you rather have to live with meat hair lady as she opens the windows when weather people say to? I just love that term, meat hair lady. All right. Or would you rather live with Joe West and Rimmer with no control over TV and music? It's just their content oh, slash you know, best hits. You know they will be playing their own music, right? Or At least and, then I have air conditioning, though, if I live with them. So I picked that one. Like, Rimmer will be playing everything that he's ever done. Look at this broadcast from seven years ago. And Joe West will be playing old games where he was in and tell you little stories you don't want to hear. Uh, Curtis says, my guys. Ah! 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 T-Bone, would you, would you rather watch a horror movie selected by Common Man once a month for one year or every sandwich, burgers, hot dogs, deli, etc. have pickles on it oh. for three months? Oh, just three months. You know what? I'd still watch. It's once a month. Once a month for one year. Right, so I'd a total watch, of 12 movies. I'll watch 12 horror movies then have to eat pickles. I couldn't do that for a week, let alone three months. No way. Stark's Gourmet Wife says, My Neanderthals. Would you rather be able to have a four-day, eight-hour-a-day work week, but you have to always do what Silver Fox, Platinum Fox, says, or have a three-day... Eight hour a day work week. So even shorter work week. But you have to have guests on the show and take phone calls. Oh, give me four day eight hours. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't want to have guests on the show. I mean, the the show's going to suck either way. If if Platinum Fox is giving us advice on how to produce a good show. But then I don't, you know what? Then I don't have to think. Then I just, then I just 
do whatever he says and take that check and get an extra day off. BG says, my dudes. Copy time! Man, would you rather have your thermostat set to 80 degrees all year? No hiding in the basement. Oh, my God. Oof. Or for Oof. every meal, you have to go into a restaurant and make small talk with the staff and other guests. I would I would take that. As, as inconvenient as that would be, you guys have no idea what the temperature does to me. I can't live really if I'm hot like that. No, and I never get used to it. I would take the 80 degrees. I think I would just I would be okay with that. Well, I know you'd be okay with it, but I I couldn't do it. I don't want to do the small talk thing just cuz sometimes I'm in a hurry as much as I do like to talk. Uh primetime says would you rather the Buckeyes win a national championship but you have to follow Jim Harbaugh around all season or the Jackets win a cup but you have to follow Rimmer around and talk to him all no, season no, no. and talk like oh, him. talk like him. Hello? I would love First of all, that would be painful for him. If I'm just behind him all the time, like, hello, Jeff Rimmer here. No, I'm Jeff Rimmer. No, I'm fake Jeff Rimmer. Now, wait a second. I didn't think of this till just now. And the Jackets win a cup and I do Yeah, the Jackets win a cup. I'm doing it. I'm paid for that. I'm doing that. But what I, here's the only question I have. I'm still doing it because it's Jackets win a cup. So I'm taking that. But do you have to act like him? Like at a restaurant where I would just be like, well, they forgot the salad dressing, but that's okay. I, this is still good. I'll eat it. Or do you have to be like, excuse me? And then you have to like yell at the person this who comes up. This is not what I ordered. Right. And, then and you it have... was done on purpose. Right. That's that's the part I would not want to do. I'll talk like him all, all year. That's fine. Especially if the Jackets win a cup. And I would do it even if I had to act like him too. I just that part would make it tougher. Making mad money, AJ says, my guy. I want to kiss you. Would you rather own a Bengal tiger, tiger or a chimpanzee as a pet for one month only? I mean, when we say own, are we... Keeping it in its appropriate enclosement? I, I don't know. I mean, if it's I mean, in I'm a not cage. I'm not having in my house. Like, if it's out somewhere on my... I don't know. I assume I would have property at this point. I mean, where... one of these things will kill you if in your house. The other oh, one will yeah. probably no, maim no. you and rip your face off. That's the Bengal tiger, because the chimpanzee will definitely kill you. It, like, it, no, pro- no, no. It, it probably defi- would. No, def- the tiger may just be bored with you and never come over to you. No. The chimpanzee will rip your face off. I don't... I. You know what? I'll take tiger. I don't want the chimpanzee anywhere near me. Uh, guy says, my guys. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. In a fight to the death, would you rather take on a gorilla oh, or a grizzly bear? Lord. You have a shield and a sword to use in the fight. Oh, my gosh. Well, then I'll go with the gorilla just yeah. because it's... Well, there's no claws. I mean, he'll, he'll still win oh, and he'll, kill me. Yeah, it'll be... <laughs> Either way, it'll be like the worst reenactment of Gladiator you've ever seen. You'll get out there and like, I am Marcus Arrip, and you're just dead. Uh, Mitch! Mitch! Says my guys. Hello, I've accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain. While working on your feet all day, would you rather have a rock in your shoe or the feeling that you have a poo coming shortly? Oh. I had both of these on Tuesday, but I was too busy and lazy to fix either problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the poo feeling. The, the rock in the shoe is terrible. I can't handle rock, that. Rock in the shoe is really bad. The poo feeling. Oh, those are. That's I mean, as really long rough. as you don't poo yourself, if yeah. it's just that feeling. I don't like that feeling though. Well, nobody likes that feeling. No, but I mean, I it's tough to live with. Like, I got to get it out of there if I get that going. It's got to happen. FC Creed says, yeah. Well, I don't like Facebook. That's good. For Common Man, would you rather have 10 minutes of national airtime to unleash all your uncensored thoughts on every person you hate without consequence? 
I have a stiffy just thinking about that. Yeah. Or send everyone to jail who eats half an Oreo cookie, then leaves it in the pantry. Well, I know someone so who's going wife, to jail. Your wife would be going send to jail. Send my wife to jail. That's right. Who else? Um, but who else do you know that does that? That's only a one-time I, I offer. No, I don't know anybody. Yeah, That's right. But at least I get rid of her. <laughs> well, I think I would. I would pick for you the ten minutes of national airtime. Yeah, that would right. actually serve the greater good as well. What it? Yeah, people need to hear that. But nothing's going to be done about it. Oh, well, it did That's say without. It, see, it said without consequence. I was thinking no negative consequence for you, but also no positive consequence. Right. That's I mean, point. I could yell about them, but they're not. They're yeah, not going to jail. That's an interesting... Well, all right. Well, see you, Kristen. It's nice knowing you. Guess you're going to jail. Uh, Asphalt Soldier says, my guys. The length of, of, the, of the cocks is long. Hmm. Would you rather have $1 worth of Dime Dogs or $10 worth of Bucka Brats at Clippers games? Oh. Um, I'll take the Brats. The Brats are better. I like the Brats. I mean, they're both good. Yeah, either way, you're getting 10 of them. Muggsy's Leaper says, my guys. Oh, Bobby. What the hell was that? Oh, I don't know. Would you rather spend $200 for a meet and greet with a couple of overweight radio nerds or $200 on the Dildaruni XP5000? Hashtag free shipping. Mm. I think I'd... I don't know why anybody wants to hang out with radio nerds. Well, right. I'll tell you that. The Dildaruni is not just a one-night experience either. Uh, are you all right over there? What are you doing? You're breathing heavy? You're flipping channels? You're knocking know, things off? What's I'm doing? Uh, <laughs> Charles says, man, man, would you rather bone break down facts about Mount Rainier again or jump in a pool of bleach? Charles, go to hell. I don't care. I'm doing it again. I'll do it next week, too. I'm not even here, but I'll do it next week. Thank you, Charles. Uh, Jason says, my guy. Kicker! The kicker! Would you rather the Browns win multiple Super Bowls with Deshaun Watson as QB1 or the Browns never win a Super Bowl in your lifetime? Uh, well, I, well, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the gonna, Browns You're going to get over it. You'll be get over I it. I, no, I would be happy for Browns fans who get to experience it. I wouldn't really. You're in it right now. You can't see it. In six I months, you'll be it. buying a Deshaun Watson I jersey. See and, it. I can't see it. Yeah, that's like everybody was like, ah, you don't have to crew leave. You'll find something else to do. You won't. You let them leave. Who no, are you, who are you impersonating? Idiots! Whoever an idiot is. All right, pick a winner. Who was the one that had us laughing really hard? I don't know. That was uh, it was Mitch with Mitch? the with the rock in your shoe or the poo coming shortly. Mitch gets a fifty dollar Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Harry Belafonte comes to your house alive. Uh. I'm going to say yes. I'll say yes, but he's not happy about it. Okay. Teddy? He is 95 years old. Alive! Yes. Good for him. Or bad for him. I don't know. Let me tell you something, buddy. If you and I make it to 95, it's not going to be a pleasant scene. No. Are you kidding me? I, I, I get to 65. It may be a little rough. Our children are going to be trying to suffocate us with pillows. That's right. Just die already. We're sick of coming over here. This is really a drag. I'm tired of wiping your ass. Well, and, and you know what will be happening. When we're 95. We'll be sitting there just talking to anyone that comes up and be like, yeah, you know, uh, Buckeyes, Blue Jackets, a uh, crew. And, and no, it won't be even like, be that. It'll be our achievements that nobody cares about. One day, 200 people came. 
<laughs> like, oh, did they? I, they came out to your little yes, bar event? I, Is that what happened? One day I was so popular, I signed a sex toy for mm-hmm. someone. Oh, you signed a Dildo yes, Rooney. absolutely. Okay. I was so popular. I brewed my own beer. They sold beer that I made okay, in stores. Grandpa, you need to eat this pudding and shut the phone. One day mm. the president called mm-hmm. me on the phone. Mm-hmm. Then the almost, next day we talked about Dildo Rooney's. I almost role-played myself into an FCC fine right there, my friend. It's time to wrap that up. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-71 northbound after 670. Traffic is stop and go from I-70 in this area. Keep an eye out for the ODOT cruise on scene. Please be careful. Plan about a 15-minute slowdown. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. At Family Dollar, they got more of what you want for back to school. Kickstart your day the right way with cereals from General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. Fall back in a fashion with a huge selection of apparel and footwear for the entire family. Family Dollar, helping you do more. Help me an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hole. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Happy Thursday. Happy <laughs> Thursday to you, Timmy. Everybody good? We're good. Bone, I you happy? Oh, I'm very happy. I'm doing great. We talked about Isn't Mount Rainier today. When you realize you have nothing to talk about? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. great. Good old back page with Glad you're here. no thoughts. Did you have a, a must-be-nice beer? Did you try one? No, I, I'm i going to have one tonight, okay? I'll report back tomorrow. Well, I want to know what you crack think. Crack open we, my first beer. We put a lot of work into that beer. I'm sure you did, and I'm, I'm very thankful that you, you gave me some, and I can't wait to try it tonight. You that's, can not buy, all, that's not all we put in there, by the way. He put oh, a no, little no, bit no, of I, himself in there. Right, I was going to say. I was going to save this for tomorrow, but I, mean, I guess I can do it now. In every single can of must-be-nice beer, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of my DNA in there. Yep. Every single can. We harvested some of his DNA bulbs, right? Isn't that what those are called? That's what I've called them. Yeah, right. Bulbs? Yeah, you know, he, he has he you know, the you, opinion. You pull out a curly, and there's a little bulb on the end. That's, that's, that's what I call a, a DNA. Tiny, he says, bulb. little white that's, dot. Yeah. That's where the DNA yeah. resides. Fleshy. Not in, not in the entire hair. Fleshy bulb. You know when you watch like CSI and they're like, damn it, get me the bulb. I don't need, what is all this? No, but I'll you tell you me what, all hair if no they got bulb. a choice between testing the bulb and testing the hair, they're going for the bulb every time. You think so? That's like treasure for them. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I guess because it's that's no been idea. embedded in the skin, right? It's a, it's a piece of flesh. Yeah, it's embedded. They got to work but harder the, with the, the hair. The hair is also, it's all DNA. Hair's hair. I know it's all DNA, but it's, it's easier to extract. Your teeth have DNA in them, right? Sure. Why didn't you just put a little drop of blood into every single one? Who's yeah. to say I didn't? How do you, how do you think it went when he pulled out all those curlies? There was a little blood. Hon- honestly, 
I got who, a lot of curlies. We're going to sell a lot of beer. <laughs> Lots of curlies. Who, would ever, a selling who point. would ever know if you did put one tiny droplet of blood into each beer? And this is why Tim is not allowed around any quality control at the radio station. <laughs> just, I'd, I'd go around analyzing, if, making you know what you're sure the blood on a daily was in basis? there. What do you think is in zebra cakes? There's blood in there. <laughs> At the at the little Debbie factory, there the, there's somebody bleeding in there. You know what? Come on, you know it, and and you know what I mean when I say this, Mike. On a show full of sentences, I never thought we'd say on the radio. You know, there's blood in those zebra cakes. Is definitely not the sentence. Sure. That's the most shocking sentence I've heard all day today. I bet you we could look on the internet and find something crazy about what was found in a little Debbie box. Absolutely, or inside one of the wrappers. Absolutely, or inside one of the cakes. I bet there's been a band aid inside a cake. Why? Why are zebra cakes though catching the flack here? Because no, I, I, just just thought just it was a, I just thought it was a funny. I love it. I love a good zebra. I love a good zebra. How cake, good right? are those freaking things? Underrated zebra cakes. I could eat 50 zebra cakes oh, yeah. on an empty stomach before I started to... Like we talk you about need Yeah, we could. No, I could. I could, do it I too. could. Timmy and I will both do we, it. We talk about foods that you would want to go into an eating competition with. I haven't really thought about that because I've... My palate's more for like a fried shrimp if I was going to go into an eating oh, competition. popcorn shrimp? Yeah. I, Forget about it. I could do I would, 15 pounds I'd kill of you. popcorn shrimp. I would out-eat you. I don't think so. I would. Popcorn shrimp? Yes. You know what? I think we could actually do this at some I point. I think we could. I think we could absolutely I would make be it let's, let's both die. That'll, that'll work good. out. Do it Do it at 3.05 on a radio show. What's day. coming up let's on the Buckeye happens. show today? Coming up tonight, it is day one of fall camp at Ohio State. So lots of storylines coming out. Some observations from practice. I'll have Tim May in the second hour. And I noticed that Matt Andrews edited... 17,000 Ryan Day clips. Yes, but some are from Morning Jews, even though they don't say it. I'm not even in the description. I know. Don't you love it? Love it. I I may have played one by accident. I'm sure you love that. Love it. There's no difference in how they're organized. You have no idea where this audio is coming from. What are the systems that are in place here? Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, uh, Days of Our Lives, the soap opera, longest-running NBC soap opera. It has been on the air on NBC since 1965. It is ending its run on NBC starting on September 12th. It will move to... The Peacock. Oh, Network. so they're, they're keeping it on. They're keeping it but on. You got to pay for it. It's not going to be on regular TV. You I have to see. pay for Peacock to get it there. So hmm. I think what 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 that should signal is that now it's TVMA days of our lives. I think we're going to get some really. Well, we're already starting to. We're going to get some dicey storylines. That's what I'm saying. Like we've been already, watching it without audio in the office, oh, and I find steamy. it quite good. No, it that's the steamy. CBS one we're watching. Right, right. Not not Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Don't worry. They're going to keep pace. Days of Our Lives. It'll be full frontal by oh, October. I hope I'm so. guessing. <laughs> well, they said in September me. it goes on the Peacock Network. October it's full frontal. Are that's we, what I'm predicting. We, we could be full backle anyway, right? Full, full backle. What does Backle? that mean? Full back. Yeah, full ace. You can, you can go. <laughs> sure. He's stupid. Dennis, He's stupid. Dennis Franz was doing that on NYPD Blue back in the day. <laughs> that was not new. He his pants as well. 
Sean Buck. Buckeye Show. You all right? It's coming there? up next. Hall of Fame game at 8. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from 71 northbound after 670. All lanes have reopened in that area. And the accident has cleared from I-70 westbound before the 71 east split. Traffic is flowing freely there once more. This traffic report is sponsored by Piranis Hockey World. Got some old hockey gear you've been looking to get rid of? Sideline Swap will be on hand the last two days of the Piranis Hockey World annual summer sale event in Westerville, August 4th to the 14th to purchase your lightly used sports gear. Don't miss it. Elmiana Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I'm fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 